This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, Kathy out once again. I will handle the duties. Today is Friday, August 21st. And indoor dining in Philadelphia will be allowed to resume with restrictions on September 8th, according to Mayor Kenny. Uh, He had said we need to follow what we are being asked to do by the health department. And I beg you to follow the rules. Indoor dining will be capped at 25% capacity with tables allowing a maximum number of four seats, Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said. Farley also said all servers must wear face masks and face shields. Bar seating will not be allowed and alcohol must be served with food. So you have to have alcohol. No, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> so even if you're an alcoholic, yes, a recovering you, alcoholic, yeah, you sorry. order food, alcohol, you, got to, you drink that drink. Must be served with food. You are not getting up, young man, until you finish. <laughs> what is this? Your scotch and soda. There is still scotch in this glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he had said uh, we are asking restaurant managers to take these restrictions very seriously and follow them. Farley said they decided... On the September 8th date, specifically to avoid Labor Day holiday crowds. As of August 20th, the Department of Public Health is allowing these venues to reopen with restrictions. Bowling alleys, arcades, game spaces, which would include axe throwing, mini golf, pool, ping pong, escape rooms, Uh my favorite, and other indoor game facilities. Uh, On September 8th, Additional restrictions will be lifted, including the reopening of movie theaters with restrictions. That's in the city. Outside of the city, as we were talked about yesterday, the day before, AMC movie theaters like in Plymouth Meeting had reopened with certain restrictions, and they're showing reruns for now, but things are heading in the right direction. Yes. Let's all stay focused so this eventually can loosen up even more. In Thursday's hearing, Judge uh, Robberino heard from three tenants of the Philadelphia encampments and city witnesses, including residents of neighborhoods and the deputy managing director for health and human services. And all those testifying who live in the encampment say uh, that they would not accept beds offered by the city because it doesn't constitute fair housing for all. City officials say they're having trouble even offering services to those who live in the encampments because they're not granted access, but that there are 304 shelter beds available. At the end of the hearing, Judge uh, uh, Robreno, this is spelled different, a couple of different ways here. <laughs> they're, they're purposely trying to screw you up. They're, they're messing with yeah. you. They know uh, you're doing the news this morning, They know and I'm that's a, what they did. Yep, yep, they know I'm a, a noob at this. Yeah. But anyhow, they ordered. he ordered a video call on uh, Monday for oral arguments. A final decision on the fate of encampments will be made uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of next week on this, Thursday. This is according to Judge Robert uh, Brano? Yeah, Robert Brano. It's spelled Robberino in one of these. <laughs> almost, it's almost like Barberino. Hey, hey. And then the second what? time, it says Robreno. So <laughs> pick one you like and go, go with, with that. It, yeah. On Thursday, protesters in favor of the fair housing protest and encampments gathered outside the federal courthouse to demand fair housing for all. Uh, Mayor Kenny had said, it's a difficult situation to balance. You have the needs of the folks that we understand, uh, the housing needs in this con- uh, country. Uh, we have the needs and desires of people living both uh, in both neighborhoods, uh, one in Philadelphia, one out on the parkway. The situation we're stuck in the middle, trying to balance it all uh, with very little resources. So we're doing our best. Hopefully 
we will resolve it in an amicable way. Why do I have a feeling we were talking about La La Land yesterday that if they were to execute one of those La La Land type dance numbers, this could all be resolved. Everybody will be <laughs> yeah, happy yeah, dancing yeah. together down the street. Dun, 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 dun. Mm, yeah. Uh, former Vice President Joe Biden accepted the Democratic presidential nomination last night on the final day of the party's convention, portraying himself as a, quote, ally of the light who can lead America out of what he called the chapter of American darkness. Biden focused on uniting the country, which he said is dealing with four crises, the coronavirus, the economic devastation it's caused, racial injustice and climate change. He said that his first step will be getting control of the coronavirus, uh, charging that uh, Donald Trump is to blame for where we are hit with it, saying it didn't have to be this bad. Uh, he also took on foreign policy, saying the days of cozying up to dictators is over and that he won't turn a blind eye to Russian bounties on the heads of American soldiers. Biden warned that nothing will change if Trump is reelected, saying he'll wake up every day believing the job is all about him, never about you. At the end of his speech, uh, delivered uh, without an audience in an arena near the Del- his Delaware home because of the coronavirus, uh, Biden's wife Jill and his vice presidential running mate Senator Kamala Harris and her husband were- went outside together uh, where cars were in a parking lot flashing their lights and they watched fireworks go off. Biden's speech came at the end of the final night of the unprecedented virtual convention, held that way, of course, because of the pandemic. The night's themes, again, included the importance of voting and having a voting plan, as well as health care, military families, and faith. In sports this morning. <laughs> Well, the Phils lost both games of their doubleheader against the Toronto Blue Jays yesterday in Buffalo, New York. In game one, the Blue Jays won it in walk-off fashion. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel, is that how you say his name? Junior, uh, hit a single over a draw-in infield in the seventh and final inning to lift the Blue Jays to a 3-2 win. In game two, the Phils scored seven runs in the top of the first inning, but couldn't hold on to the lead on their way to a 9-8 loss. Rowdy <laughs> Tellez homered and hit a go-ahead two-run single in a seven-run sixth inning, and the Blue Jays rallied for the win. Up next, Phils uh, is a weekend series in Atlanta against the Braves. Aaron Nola gets a start tonight, and game time is set for 7-10. Sixers look to avoid a three-games-to-none deficit when they play the Boston Celtics in game three of their first-round series tonight in Orlando and tip-off is scheduled for 6.30. And the Flyers look to close out the Montreal Canadiens in Game 6 of that series tonight in Toronto. Flyers defenseman uh, Matt Niskanen uh, was actually suspended for Game 6 for breaking the jaw of Canadiens forward uh, Brendan Gallagher with a cross-check. The NHL Department of Player Safety announced it last night. Canadiens said that Gallagher required surgery and will not return to the series. Uh, The Flyers are up three games to two. Uh, J.J., Jim Jackson, who will be on the show later this morning, will call the game for uh, NBC Sports Philly, and the puck is set to drop at 7. And that's what I have for you in my final newscast. Yeah, we're not doing it next week, even if Kathy is not here. (laughs) Tired of doing it. All right. But hopefully she's on the mend. She seems to be, yeah. Yeah, Uh, She she was advised by Dr. Mike to take the extra day. Yeah, so she's taking today off, and we'll see how it goes. But we got Marissa, who's here, filling in. Yeah. 
So, hey, we have several things going on today. Uh, like I said, Jim Jackson is going to be on. Uh, we're going to talk flyers. Uh, Eddie Alvarez, the uh, the um, MMA fighter, uh, is promoting a restaurant. It's called Gall & Company Malt House. And they're going to be featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on the Food Network, which is pretty awesome. Uh, great show. You know, Marissa, the episode that we are on, we, we uh, what was it, the... Uh, Memphis, Memphis Taproom. Tap yeah. That right. airs yeah, all the time, yeah. that episode. We're pretty much stars of that we show. Are, we are. Really <laughs> so we will have Eddie Alvarez on. And then are we doing, is he coming on later? Uh, the second one, the third one, no. Okay. It's, that's just an announcement. Oh, okay. We have a show announcement. Uh-huh. We'll do that mm-hmm. around 10? Yes. Okay, all right. And uh, we have the blood drive today. So that's taking place. And we're going to check in uh, Brent Porsche. Is going to be heading to the first location, opening in uh, about 40 minutes, actually. Yeah. Uh, so we'll check in with Brent Porsche on this day that I believe for Preston Steve Blood Drive gets going uh, in a different fashion this year. But uh, we're looking good as far as the signups go, so we are happy about that. And we will be on location later on today. All right, with that, we'll take a break. Come back in a second. I have a whole bunch of entertainment stories. I want to share those with you, as well as a stupid question that's coming up in a moment. Stay down. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Marissa, we're going to give away a 24-carat gold-dipped rose from Steven Singer Jewelers if you can answer this stupid question correctly. And if you had your cornflakes this morning, this is for you. What was the occupation of John Harvey Kellogg when he invented cornflakes with his brother? What was his occupation? All right, when he invented cornflakes with his brother. This is Harvey Kellogg. Let's see if you know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call, and I will mention the birthdays being celebrated today while we kill some time waiting for your call to come through. We'll start with, uh, on Friday, August 21st, by the way, we'll start with Kim Cattrall. Uh, she is 64 years old today. She's got a new series coming out. There's like a whole bunch now of these wealthy family. It's almost like it was years ago, Preston. And she's the matriarch of this wealthy family. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, so happy 64th to her. Hayden Panettiere, uh, the tiny little package that she is, is a monkey. 31 years old today. Uh, and, uh, she had some, she had like severe postpartum depression. I remember did, that yeah. for a while. And then uh, now she's seemingly coming out of it. She's on that show Nashville and had to leave it. Yeah. And uh, her and Klitschko split up, like, yeah, right? Yeah. That was just yeah, yeah. one of those homunculus, gigantic human beings with the tiniest little gal. Well, the the mountain. Have you ever seen the mountain with his wife? Same thing? Yeah, oh, my she's a little, God. She's, she's a little bitty thing? Like Marissa. Wow. It looks ridiculous. All right, Hayden. But I would never tell him that. Hayden is 31 today. Uh... It's Amy Fisher's birthday today. Amy Aww. Fisher. Former teenage Long Island Lolita. I was on Long Island when all that was going on. I lived in the general area where it was going on. Uh, amazing. It just, it, the entire nation was transfixed. And now she does porn. She absolutely does 100% hardcore pornography. And she's unpleasant to look at. I am. She's always been unpleasant. <laughs> she's 46 today. 
Clarence Williams the third, who was on the Mod Squad. He played Link, and he was also Prince's dad he in was. Purple Rain. Uh, he is eighty-one today. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss of the Matrix films is fifty-three. She's going to be in the fourth She's one. She's right? in the fourth one. However, uh, Lawrence Fishburne is not going to be in oh, the really? Matrix. No movies. Morpheus. Yeah. No Morpheus. Yeah, huh. okay. that's not cool. It ain't cool, man. I really, really dug her look in oh, was... in, uh, in the first movie. Yeah, and in, in all of them actually, but that you know the the full black outfit and the glasses and the short hair and everything really worked. You know that first sequence where the uh, the cops go into the room and she's yeah. sitting there, mm-hmm. and then she runs along the wall. Yes. you're like, <laughs> well, at that time, yeah, yeah, you've never seen anything right, like right, that. Yeah. Like, did I just did that just happen? I'm scared. Yes, I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, she's 53 today, by the way. Serge Tankian oh. uh, from System of a Down uh, celebrates his 53rd birthday. He's the singer of the band. Always, uh, always dug this band. We saw them perform, uh, I assume that was the only time you saw them perform at the uh, Y100 uh, Festival? Correct. It closed the show, and it was uh, high energy for sure. Not known for their ballads. Uh, so happy birthday to Serge Tankin. He is uh, 53. Uh, it's also another musical birthday. Glenn Hughes played bass for Deep Purple and Black Sabbath, and he turns uh, 68. Who's uh, another person from Deep Purple yesterday? Ian Gillen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, was, it was his birthday. He's uh, the lead singer of the band, but... Yeah, so close, I, I would imagine back in the day, they celebrated together. As you can imagine. As you can imagine. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Glenn Hughes. <laughs> uh, and then a birthday, a drummer who I admire greatly celebrates his birthday today. A gentleman named Steve Smith, and he played with the band Journey. In fact, he plays on this song. He played from 1979 to 1985. Steve Smith is actually... An outstanding jazz drummer. After he left Journey, he went in that direction. He didn't really... Uh, I mean, he, he was playing what he needed to play, but you, yeah, you never kind of got that yeah, impression. You, you, you never really... I mean, there he, he does some things, as far as the drums go, in Journey. It, it hides behind the pop rock music that it is. And when you try to actually sit down and play what he did, some of the stuff, you're yeah. like... Dude, that's really hard. Uh, So he did it in a very sneaky way. Right, right. uh, Which is brilliant for that type of music. So he's he's an awesome drummer, and I I follow him on... uh, I I watch his videos. He puts out videos currently. He's he's a phenomenal drummer. A lot of people don't know that when we all show up to an event together, we walk in a la journey to this music. To this music together, yeah. I did a drum cover of this song. I have a video, and I also did one uh, for the title track. Uh, from the um, album Escape, and it's an awesome song. So, if you want to go check out my YouTube page, go. It's a lot of fun. You'll see Steve Smith does some great stuff, and I do my best to play it. So, he celebrates his 66th birthday today. Well, hang on. You're about to get to the chorus. You got to... love will find you. This is what we come Bring into. <laughs> chains that bind you. Those are easy notes to hit. Happy 66, <laughs> the great Steve Smith. Alicia Witt, ah. is, who is now a darling of the Hallmark Channel. She sure is. She's in a bunch of those Christmas uh, films that they do. I'd love to get her on again. Yeah. She was, she's one of, well, she's right in your wheelhouse, a porcelain-skinned uh, yes. redhead. And uh, she, you know, she was in uh, the movie Dune. She was like 
Five? Yeah, four or five years old. And isn't she a uh, virtuoso musician? Yeah. And she was, she was like a child genius. She was also the drummer for Twisted Sister. <laughs> that as well. Yep, a lot of people don't know that. And, I didn't know that. No. Uh, so she's, she's pretty amazing. She's 45. And then last birthday, Brody Jenner. Brody! From the hills and keeping up with the Kardashians. Brody! Brody is uh, 37 today. Oh, there's somebody else celebrating oh, birthday today. Oh, Marissa! Marissa! <laughs> That's why you heard Foo Fighters right off the bat this morning. Oh, we know what's happening. <laughs> By the way, did you know that you shared a birthday with Amy Fisher, the Long Island Lolita? You know what? There was two or three birthdays you mentioned today that I kind of forgot. And the crowd is going They're crazy. Going crazy. They go nuts. Wow. All right. They love that Amy Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Marissa's birthday today. So happy birthday. Thank you, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you. And thank you, Preston, for your surprise this morning. Yes, I, I, made, I made a drum. It's been my thing lately. When it's your birthday, I make you a drum video. So I did a I did a cover of uh, Breakout from Foo Fighters, which uh-huh. is her favorite Foo Fighters song. Is it? Wow. And I added some uh, I added some special clips in the video as well. So it's not just me playing drums. It's it's having some fun. So. I cool. Think, uh, okay, if I can admit something to you. Yeah. Uh, you know when you quit smoking by just like smoking a whole lot one weekend. Yes. And just admit you. Um, I think that your video has made me not like those things anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> but not like videos? Sure, I no, mean, I, I no, can no, give no. it away a little bit, right? I, he, sure, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, he filled it with pimple-popping videos. Oh, oh okay. Nice. Yeah. Right, so I won't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. It's, there's just little, there's just little yeah. moments uh, in it. But the song is called Break Out, and it worked out perfectly. It. You know, breaking out <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, in... Uh, Zits and whatnot. But it also <laughs> takes you on a journey because during the drum solo is a whole nother string of videos that I did enjoy of people falling down. So, yes. okay. so <laughs> you, hit, right. you hit every note, Preston. It was perfect. I, I really to, appreciate it. I tried to touch on the things that I know that you like. So <laughs> it was have, it was great. Thank if you. If you want to watch that. Is that on the website yet? Uh, not yet. It's on your Twitter. I'll, I'll get it up there okay. soon. All right. Um, so let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning, which is what was the occupation of John Har- Harvey Kellogg when he invented cornflakes with his brother, 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Justin for the answer. Hey, Justin. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. Uh, it's all good, buddy. What did he do for a living before when he invented cornflakes? This is Harvey Kellogg. He was a doctor. Yep, you're correct. <laughs> I don't know what kind of doctor. I think was he, I think it was a general practitioner. There was that movie uh, that was made about his wellness center with Matthew Broderick. You remember that? Oh, uh-oh. yeah. Okay. Happy birthday to. Uh, well, no, it's not a birthday. It's a congratulations <laughs> to Marissa once again. I just wanted to say that. Thank you, uh, Justin. We're going to set you up with the twenty-four karat gold dip rose from Stephen Singer Jewelers. Stephen Singer Jewelers showroom at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut is now open for appointments only. You can go to IHateStevenSinger dot com and book your appointment today. All right, Lori Laughlin and uh, Massimo or Massimo Giannulli. <sighs> are set to be sentenced today. It's supposed to happen. Uh, According to an insider, Lori is feeling nervous for the hearing, but also looking forward to having it resolved. Uh, Lori has been through so much because of this decision the insider said she made for her children, and she's looking forward to complying with the court's decision and finally moving forward with her life. Lori is surrounded by her family. Everyone is very supportive. So are they going to send her to, like, a military prison, do you think? Yeah, or probably. Or yeah, something high uh, security? A supermax. A supermax, yeah. absolutely. Uh, earlier this week, prosecutors urged the judge to accept their plea deals today. 
according to Assistant U.S. Attorney Justin O'Connell, he wrote in a memo uh, that uh, the crime Giannulli and Laughlin committed was serious. Over the course of two years, uh, they engaged twice in Singer's fraudulent scheme. They involve both their daughters in the fraud, uh, directing them to pose in stage photographs for use in fake athletic profiles and instructing one daughter how to conceal the scheme from her high school counselor. Uh, the deal, her deal, includes two months behind bars, 100 hours community service, $150,000 fine, and two years of supervised release. Giannulli's deal includes five months in prison, a $250,000 fine, 250 hours of community service, and two years of supervised release. An insider says that they hope to serve their sentences at different times. Uh, Lorian Moss, according to this insider, uh, said that they, they want to serve uh, at... Uh, they want to serve their prison sentences at the same time. No, they don't want to serve them. So prison. they're doing like a lot of the cup when couples yeah. get sent up so that somebody can be home to let their 21 and 22-year-old girls into the house. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of what they're hoping for. Uh, but legal observers are confused by Laughlin and Giannulli's silence on the charges against them. Every other prominent uh, parent charged uh, publicly expressed regret and notes of support from family and friends before their sentencing. Uh, they're badasses. A criminal defense attorney in New York, Matthew Galuzzo, said, I, hey. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't want to at least submit something to ensure that this goes the way you want it Isn't to. this something you want to say? Are you sure? Sure. <laughs> Positive. Positive. Uh, Kirsten Dunst doesn't understand why she was included in Kanye West's campaign materials. Earlier this, earlier this week, the 43-year-old shared a poster of his Kanye 2020 vision, and it included several smiling people, including uh, Kirsten Dunst and Vogue editor-in-chief Anna Wintour. Uh, Dunst inquired on Twitter, what's the message here, and why am I a part of it? So Kanye has a sort of friendship with Anna Wintour. Not, I'm, I'm sure it's not a profound friendship, but just to randomly grab pictures and put them in your campaign material is sort of weird. Uh, while he has missed the deadline to be on the ballot in several states, he appears to be very serious about running. He announced his bid for president on July 4th. Ellen DeGeneres seems to be trying to make things right with her team on her show. On Monday, staffers learned that three senior producers, Ed Glavin, Jonathan Norman, and Kevin Lehman, were all fired after an internal investigation into the toxic workplace environment described in multiple viral articles published in BuzzFeed and Variety. Ellen apologized, corrected what she said were bizarre and erroneous rumors that she didn't want staffers to make eye contact with her, and now... Reports are emerging that she's making many of their packages better, too. Uh, the new benefits package includes paid time for medical appointments and family members and birthdays off. French benefits? Uh, <laughs> we don't get French benefits. Uh, morale has improved after Ellen reached out to staffers in a virtual call this week, and staffers are excited about the new perks, according to Variety. Oh, that's cool. The call also implored staffers to not be afraid and feel like they can speak their minds Without reprisal. She's also, and this is very cool, this game is welcome news to all the employees, she's fixing their Dunkachino machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, is Matt Cowper going there, too? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> to fix it. Well, we got it under control over here now. Um, I, Steve, this reminds me of the, when it says here, uh, she implored staffers to not be afraid to talk to her. <laughs> reminds me of a scene in Kill Bill. Right. right after she cuts the dude's head off, goes... <laughs> 
Now, if you have something to say, <laughs> say it to me. But allow me yeah. to argue that <laughs> right, way. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the investigation no, is... Everything's repo- fine. Yeah. The investigation <laughs> fine, Ellen. is reportedly ongoing. Ellen returns to the air September 14th. Meghan Markle is encouraging eligible women to register to vote in the U.S. Uh, she was scheduled to take part in a Thursday night event in tandem with the When We All Votes, When All Women Vote <laughs> hashtag couch party event which Michelle Obama helped organize. Uh, Together, they aim to reach 300,000 eligible female voters. The event will also honor the passage of the 19th Amendment, which gave some women the right to vote. Uh, Former Obama White House aide uh, Valerie Jarrett, uh, Glamour Editor-in-Chief Samantha Berry, and actress Yvette Nicole Brown were also set to participate. Thomas Markle's doing a virtual event with Kanye. Oh, so wow. this is pretty, pretty wild. Uh, so, Megan previously opened up about the privilege, privilege and duty of voting in an interview with Marie Claire. She said, I know what it's like to have a voice and also what it's like to feel voiceless. I also know that so many men and women have put their lives on the line for us to be heard. And that opportunity, that fundamental right, is in our ability to exercise our right to vote and to make all of our voices heard. Can she vote? Yeah, uh, she's Canadian, man. And British, right? I mean, she probably got dual citizenship, so yeah. I'm, I don't think she could vote in our election. Yeah, I don't know. But Just shut up. Yeah. Uh... I don't want to hear from you. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I'm just... You guys took it a different direction. Than oh, you did. oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I don't even know where to go now. Uh, Steve, this is for you. Thank you so much. Ben Affleck is coming back for one more movie as Bruce Wayne. Yes. It's official. Yes. He agreed to return as Bruce Wayne in the upcoming big screen version of The Flash, Vanity has learned. Uh, This does not disrupt the Batman film starring Robert Pattinson, who remains the future of the franchise. The production on that is beginning in a couple of weeks or starting back up. Uh, He is going to be actually, Preston, this Flash movie is a multiverse movie in which... Believe it or not, he'll be Batman along with Michael Keaton as Batman. What? Yeah. Yeah. So there's no three Batman way. right now. There might be Christian Bale as well. What? Whoa. Yeah. Batman. The, the Flash movie, which is planned for release in summer 2022, will feature fast-moving hyperhero Barry Allen, played by Ezra Miller, breaking the bonds of physics to crash into various parallel dimensions where he'll encounter slightly different versions of DC's classic heroes. Uh, it's an adaptation of DC's 2011 Flashpoint series of comic book crossovers directed by Andy Muschietti. Muschietti, sorry, the filmmaker behind the recent adaptations of Stephen King's It and It Chapter 2. Uh, and Muschietti had said in an interview, his Batman, speaking of Affleck, has a dichotomy that is very strong, which is his masculinity because of the way he looks and the imposing figure that he has and his jawline, but he's also very vulnerable. Uh, He knows how to deliver from the inside out that vulnerability, and he just needs a story that allows him to bring that contrast, that balance. So with this and the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League series, which is going to be on HBO Max... Um, six, seven episodes. I forget what they're up to now. But anyway, there's additional footage. He's doing this for this movie. He's a massive Batman fan. I wonder if at some point he might go whole hog and do another full turn as Batman in a movie. I'd love Uh, to see that. He'd apparently just gotten the script at the end of last week and agreed this week to join the project. Yeah, he said he, he dropped out of doing it. He was definitely into being Batman, but he said he had to drop out at that point in his life because his addiction's... The alcoholism was getting away from him again. He had yeah. to stop. Uh, all right. So real quick about HBO Max. Is that an app that, like, if I had, like, a Roku or something like that? Or is it just a, 
Uh, what is it? It's an I, app, but okay. if you have if you have HBO on your regular service, which you do, then yeah. you can get that. Okay, right? Is that I have right? it as the app, uh, so I don't have HBO as a regular service. I I bought the app, and uh, it's monthly fee, just like all the other streaming services at this point. And uh, it has everything that HBO has ever done, and it's got a ton of Mac stuff too, including some new Mac things. Like there's a Seth Rogen one in there, right? Uh, but the problem is, I don't have Max on my regular service, right? So like uh, I I have a certain plan where I only have HBO, but I don't have Cinemax. No, yeah. I don't. You don't need. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Okay. As long as you have HBO, I think you're good to go. Whew. I might be wrong, but <laughs> that seems to be the. <laughs> no, I believe if you have if you have HBO, you get at least that's the way it is in my house. I right. have access to that. Yes. Uh, TikTok phenom Sarah Cooper has a single camera comedy in the works at CBS, inspired by her book How to Be Successful Without Hurting Men's Feelings. Uh, she will co-write, executive produce, and run the show. And the series will follow three women at different stages in their careers in a male-dominated company as they help each other navigate gender politics in their work and personal lives. That's according to Variety. Uh, Rachel McAdams, the actress, 41 years old, was photographed recently shopping in L.A. with what appeared to be a sizable baby bump. She's a very private actress, so there's no official word uh, if she is expecting or not. Or maybe she just put on a little bit of weight. I don't know. Are you fat? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) There was an experience with a former co-worker. Yeah. Uh, It was the other way and and, um, went up to uh, (laughs) a co-worker and said, are you pregnant? And she was not. Mm. She wasn't. Yeah. You got to watch that stuff. (laughs) Better Uh, just to zip it. She, we're looking at a picture. She's, yeah, she's She's definitely pregnant. Uh, So they welcomed, uh, she and her her boyfriend, uh, Jamie Linden, had welcomed their first child in 2018. So turn them right around having another one. Uh, Temptation Island has resumed filming in Maui, according to TMZ. Uh, The reality show is filming in semi-lockdown for two months at the Andaz Maui at uh, Waialea Resort. Uh, Maui's mayor, uh, M- Michael Victorino. Yeah. You want to position Shane's brother? Uh, I think it's his uncle. Okay. No Is that right? Either his uncle or his dad. Yeah. What, I mean, yeah, what are the yeah, odds yeah. he had that what? many Victorinos? I remember seeing him posting something uh-huh. about that. Uh, about, yeah. So he Shane Victorino's uncle. family, uncle, is a uh, mayor on Maui. The mayor, the mayor of Maui. Dad. It it's is his dad. It's his dad. Yeah. Oh, it's his dad. Yeah. His dad and his uncle. I met his dad. Ah. Oh. That's cool. Oh, he just looks so cool in his Hawaiian shirt and his lei, <laughs> like just doing a press conference. <laughs> Always wearing the, uh, you know, the necklace and, yeah. and stuff. That it's awesome. So, so in Hawaii on Fridays, do they show up wearing suits? That's a good question. <laughs> it's like the yeah. opposite. It's Hawaiian it's for, suit Friday. For, 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 Dude, no, formal wear Friday. <laughs> Listen, we're watching a video of him at this podium, and, and even the, uh, the sign language lady next to him is laid back. It's because chill. usually, like, those guys are really an- animated, and she's pretty chill. What do you have to be worried about on Maui? Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, apparently the uh, Michael Victorino is nonplussed about 100 cast and crew members setting up, but as it was approved by the State Filming Commission, he says he is hoping for the best and is happy that several hotel employees are back at work after five months of unemployment. After six years together, Gerard Butler and Morgan Brown are done. No! Yeah, they were first linked in 2014. They briefly spit and split and spit in 2016. <laughs> Get out. Uh, but they reconciled, and uh, but it's, it's over now. Uh, speaking of being over, the producers and various guest stars of Comedy Central's Drunk History uh, are a little bummed out because the series has now ended after six seasons on the air. Comedy Central's actually gone on a canceling... 
uh, run, they, the shows that they had committed to renewing, they reversed course. Oh. Uh, they said it's a, a casualty of the COVID-19 lockdowns. Uh, which have contributed to a general cutting down of Comedy Central's live action slate. They had also re- renewed uh, Tosh for four years, mm-hmm. and now they've decided to not go ahead with that. They're canceling Tosh. The show aired what will now be its final episode in August of 2019, so we're not going to see any more. Uh, created by Derek Waters and Jeremy Connor of the Funnier Die series, uh, operated on a blend of comedy, rubbernecking, and pure booze-filled historical indifference as the show's various guests lecturers recounted soused iterations of famous historical events, which were then recreated with painstaking accuracy by various funny folk. And it was a winning combination, even if it had uh, to give the network's lawyers the occasional conniption from a medical point of view. Uh, but it's been fo- forced to sober up. It, it didn't help that each episode of the show required at least one and usually several expensive period recreations of historical settings. They did a good which job. Which made it a pricey prospect uh, for the network. So, oh, they didn't. I love that show. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was so well done. Um, so it's it's too bad they were, um, they apparently were uh, starting to do the preliminary filming for the seventh season, but with the lockdowns taking place, they've uh, they've decided they're going to have to cancel it all. Well, like the situation with uh, Tosh is, they're saying that they're, uh, while it may not be on Comedy Central, they have other ways to get the show out there. I so no other idea people Tosh are still on, man. Yeah, I, I know. I haven't watched that in so long. I think 12 long. seasons. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. That's unreal. Uh, Olivia Wilde will soon be joining Sony's Spider-Verse. Uh, Entertainment Weekly confirmed that the actress and director is signed on to develop a untitled Marvel movie for the studio. Uh, details are currently being kept under wraps, but according to Deadline, Wilde's film will center a female character, and that character might be Spider-Woman. Ah. Uh, she will direct and co-write the film with her writing partner, Katie Silberman. Uh, Sony has the rights to a vast stable of Marvel Comics characters, and Wilde's film will join a growing roster of Sony superhero movies that include Venom, Spider-Man, and the Spider-Verse, and the upcoming Morbius. So what looks to be the next full-blown superhero movie out of the gate? It's the, is it uh, Black Widow? Because well, I, that's the one that yeah. they were starting to really promote. They were promoting so it for I, release. I would assume that that would be it, Steve. If Wilde's film turned out to be Spider-Woman, we're going to have to wait to see which, exactly which iteration of the character will be. In the comics, several different women have suited up over the years under the name, including Mary J. Watson, Gwen Stacy, and Julia Carpenter. But perhaps the best-known version is the original Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, who first popped up in the comics in 1977. Uh, so we'll see what she is going to be in that. Uh, the Crown is ready for its close-up. Season 4 of the Netflix hit will bow November 15th. I was happy to hear this because it's not too far away. A lot of these show announcements, premieres that I've been hearing right, 2021, you know, summer of 2021. So this is coming up soon in November. Uh, the news was delivered along with a teaser showing Emma Corrin as Princess Diana. She looks like a good pick. She yeah, she does. Like yeah, her. she's very similar. Uh, some of them aren't. Some of them are. But if they get the if they get the spirit of the person they're playing, right, that's right. all you need. Hey, so um, right, with the with everything being put on hold, yeah, um, yeah, as far as production is concerned, is there going to be a hole of like I things don't think not so. being released uh, or be or have because things I, have also been pushed back, like release dates and, and stuff. Right? As what happens is a lot of this stuff is uh, as you find out. It's it's been in the work for like two three years, mm-hmm. you know. So they had a lot of the in, uh, of these films 
just needed finishing work that could be done by a couple of other, right. you know, like post effects work and stuff like that. So I don't think you'll see a really substantial hole as far as you're talking about movie releases and TV shows. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, Gillian Anderson also ter- returns this season or joins this season as Margaret Thatcher, and Olivia Coleman returns as the Queen. You should have gotten Sofia Vergara's as Margaret, uh, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> that would have been nice. Uh, Ashley Graham and Spotify are set to debut a limited series talk show called Listen Up with Ashley Graham on Instagram Live. The show will cover her favorite podcasts as Spotify aims to amp up its reach. Knock it off. This is a show <laughs> about, about her other favorite, shows. About her favorite podcast. Because we know when you need to find a good podcast, the best conduit is Ashley Graham plus size model. Uh, she has 11.2 million followers on the Graham. She said, I've been listening to so many great podcasts at home uh, while at home in Nebraska. I don't care. Uh, they are the perfect backdrop for my skating strolls with Isaac <laughs> or when I need some solo time away from the family. Don't you know it, girl. Uh, she said, I "Don't give a f-. so." Uh, she said, "I'm so excited to be teaming up with Spotify to host. Listen up with Ashley Graham." So Spotify is going all in on this. Spotify is the one that uh, the company that just paid that huge paycheck to Joe Rogan, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. for his yeah. podcast. Yeah, I can't wait for the first episode to be seven minutes after she realizes <laughs> how hard it is to stand in front of a microphone and fill up a lot mm-hmm, of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and Stars has announced that season three of Steven Soderbergh's The Girlfriend Experience has started shooting in London. Uh, the Affairs' Julia Goldani uh, Tellis will headline the third season, playing Iris, a young neuroscientist, with Oliver Masucci and a bunch of other people. <laughs> you don't really know. No, no, I don't, I no, don't no, know no, them. No. I don't even know so if they know. From London. Uh, the Girlfriend Experience. I thought that was about... Uh, the fishing girl, in Canada? No, 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 no. Yeah. I, th- I thought that was about the um, uh, the gal who's like a, an escort on the side. Is that? Am I thinking of something else? Well, yeah, I'm, I must be thinking of something else. There are so many freaking. Shows. I know so I know. many shows. Many is the time you'll report on a show that you believe is premiering, mm-hmm. and then you find out that it's actually the final episode of the series. Maybe this <laughs> is the show I'm thinking about. Yeah. Okay. This uh, we're looking at the uh, at a trailer of it. I think this is it. All right. Second, anyway, you mean it's second year law student lands an internship at a law firm. Yeah. She reveals she's been working as an escort. There you go. Okay, right. That's what it is. It looks pretty sexy. I've never watched it though. Uh, it's Friday, and that means that there are some movies hey, that are hey, opening. Oh, believe it or not. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Unhinged opens today. Stars Russell Crowe and Karen Pristorius. Academy Award winner Russell Crowe stars in the psychological thriller that takes something we've all experienced, road rage, to an unprecedented and terrifying conclusion. Rachel is running late, getting to work when she crosses paths with a stranger at a traffic light, and that's Russell Crowe. Soon, Rachel finds herself and everyone she loves the target of a man who feels invisible and is looking to make one last mark upon the world by teaching her a series of deadly lessons. So it's basically Duel um, and uh, what was the Hitchhiker. Oh, and the Hitcher. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. like uh, a little falling down thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. with uh, a little Muppets take Manhattan. I don't think that's in it at all. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, people's is people's. Yeah. People's is people's. <laughs> all right, yeah. I take it back. Does it take place just in the cars the whole time? I believe it does. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, then that's not like Muppets take Manhattan because they're in a diner in that movie. There are many more yeah. locations. Yeah. yeah. Who did Russell Crowe play in Muppets take Manhattan? I think he was uh, Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> Uh, it's rated R, 91 minutes log, and it says in theaters. Uh, so that's I what they're saying. Theaters, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomato score gave it a 51 percent. So you go either way on that. Uh, also opening today is Tesla, stars Ethan Hawke, Eve Hewson, and Jim Gaffigan. A uh, brilliant, brooding inventor, Nikolai Tesla, played by Ethan Hawke. Fights an uphill battle to bring his revolutionary electrical system to fruition, increasingly displeased by the greed of fellow inventor Thomas Edison. Tesla forges his own virtuous but arduous path toward creating the innovative alternate alternate current motor. Uh, it's rated PG-13, 102 minutes, streaming on Blu-ray, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 58% score so far. So his home and his laboratory was in Rocky Point, one of them, Rocky Point, Long Island, and uh, you could go visit it, and it was very cool to see, you know, he was, as many people say, <laughs> whenever they do the ancient alien specials, they say if anyone was more than likely talking to aliens, oh, two people, Da Vinci and Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's an amazing story. All right, let's get to the clips. Here we go. As theaters open again, open again, one of the first films that moviegoers are treated with is the romantic drama Words on Bathroom Walls. In this clip, star Taylor Russell explains what drew her to taking the role of Maya. Character-wise, I thought Maya was fiercely loving and had very strong convictions, and I felt that that would be a different avenue for me to explore, and I wanted to be a part of that. I don't, I don't, want to, I don't think I want to see it. Words on Bathroom Walls is playing in theaters now. Here is the next clip for you. Unhinged shows just how quickly road rage can turn from anger to violence. We were just talking about this. In this clip, Derek, director Derek Borte discusses what it was like working with uh, Russell Crowe. Here we go. I had no idea what to expect working with Russell. All that I found from the very beginning was someone who was incredibly intelligent, very engaged, and just wanted to make the movie as good as it could be. He really is great at talking to anyone and everyone on set and helping them really be the best at their job that they can be. You! I hope it's a good role for Russell Crowe, because he's had a couple that have been eh, here and there, but I was watching A Beautiful Mind yesterday, yes. and he's so fantastic. He that. is great, and I actually, uh, I like uh, I like uh, beefier Russell Crowe, too. I think he can be a really solid character actor, so. Unhinged also premieres in theaters today, and there you go. That's your report uh, for this morning, gang, and for the week. Uh, we're going to take a break. We do have some guests on the show. Eddie Alvarez will be joining us, the MMA fighter, Jim Jackson, Flyers play tonight. Night, hoping to wrap things up uh, with the Canadian. So we'll see what's on JJ's mind. And uh, we got stuff to give away, things to do. Blood drive today. We're going to check in with Brent Porsche. We'll be on location. First uh, person we see uh, what's happening with the blood drive this morning and more. We'll be back in a second. Make sure you stay put. What's new? Why have you asked? Cage the elephant. Larkin Poe. Rival Sons. We move through the world. 
Uh, I saw this email. I thought this was kind of nice. Uh, we're going to go to a phone call here in a second, but I'm, I'm hold, stalling for a second. But uh, Dennis Egan uh, sent me an email and says, uh, there's a brewery in Oakland, New Jersey, and they must be fans. They usually put a saying on the bottom with canning date, and this time I found your saying. It says Gadzooks on the bottom oh. of the cans. Mm. Love the show. Keep kicking ass. That's from Dennis Egan. It says, it doesn't, I, I don't it, know what brewery it is, is it Marissa. It, uh, it's either Tonewood or Lunacy. You'd have to, he, he sent Oakland? a picture, but I printed it up. Yeah, it's in Oakland, New Jersey. Gadzooks mm. has been a... Uh, ice cream? A catchphrase. Yeah, it's been an ice cream, but yeah. it's been our sort of go-to word since 2005, right? When we first no, got here. No, before that. It was, uh, it, it It started in, uh, uh, in, when we were in Conchi. Yeah. At, uh, at Y100. It's yeah, been around sure. a long time. Yep. Are you sure? Yeah, because yeah. that's Are where we had that. Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty sure. Positive. Okay. Positive. I was doing a Marissa Tomei impression I with gotcha. that, Preston, yeah. No, I got that. Yeah. I just uh, was answering your question. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. So I know Chuck is yelling in his car right now. It is Tonewood that is in Oakwood. Uh, Oakland. Okay. Yeah. Tonewood. Right. Really, yeah, really All cool right. spot. I so whether there. they did that on purpose or not, I have no idea, but Gadzooks is apparently there. Um, so something that is taking place today. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to pull it off, and uh, we are. Uh, it is the I Bleed for President and Steve Blood Drive, and we have three separate locations uh, that we're going to be heading to today. And it's also, normally we do it on the weekend when we can be there from the very, very beginning, but it's on a weekday this year, and it's starting as early as it does at 7 a.m., so we're obviously busy here doing the show. We're going to go to the locations later on today, but uh, our buddy Brent Porsche is at one of the locations right now. Brent Porsche. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, man. So uh, are you at uh, the Fillmore? I'm over at the Fillmore here in Fishtown, man, and I got to say it's pretty crazy to be here. In this capacity and not being here for a concert, man, it's been forever since I've been here. Yeah, no kidding. Which, uh, what area of the Fillmore are, have they set up for the blood drive? It's the main floor. It's right where everybody stands to watch the concert. You're not too far from the stage. I'm actually looking at the floor right now, and I would say we probably have upwards of a dozen people who are donating as we speak. That's awesome, especially since obviously we modified it from our original thing, which used to be one day. Uh, well, this is one day as well, but one location, a big uh, thing and to separate it now and to have people you know who are perhaps on their way to work or whatever coming by to do it is great. So that's terrific. And you say how many beds would you say you have there? They said they could accommodate upwards of three hundred people here wow. at any given point. That's great. Uh, I was actually talking to Elena from the Red Cross earlier, and she said that this location only here at the Fillmore. They are actually accepting walk-ups today. Oh, oh, no kidding. Okay. okay, that's normally not the case. So I'm happy to hear that. Yep, and everybody that comes, you get a Dunkin' uh, gift certificate to get yourself a nice coffee from our friends at Dunkin'. You also get an Amazon gift card. And I got to tell you guys, I'm looking at this I Believe for Preston and Steve t-shirt that you guys are giving away this year. <laughs> Probably one of the coolest ones yet. I love it. Excellent. Well, uh, yeah, we'll have to find out this if this is the only location that's accepting walk-ups because I was, a lot of people were asking... Marissa, you're thinking yes? Yeah, okay. I think so, Steve. I think they had some extra spots open All up. Right. I know Brent was able to fill up some other spots at the FOP Lodge that uh, opened up overnight. Okay. So some of the uh, overnighters that were staying up with Brent filled those spots. But, yeah, I think uh, the Fillmore is the only one that's doing walk-ups. Well, that's, it's very encouraging, Brent, because, we, you know, obviously we had a world record, or at least a record in the United States <laughs> last year, as how many pints of blood were gotten. And we weren't sure. Preston was always trying to say, you know, we'll, we'll get what we get. 
And uh, but it looks like a lot of the spots, if not most of them, are filled. So that's very encouraging. Yep, so far so good. We actually have a whole bunch of tables here with all your snacks and goodies and juice boxes and and chips and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they did advise me to tell you guys that for the people that may consider walking up, it's still easier to go online and sign up online. There's plenty of uh, spots open to choose from. And what you can do is you can actually link to that from our website, WMMR.com, and take you to the to the sign-in page from there. Okay, great. And on that uh, on that page also has a list of things that would uh, stop you from being eligible to donate blood. So it's probably a good idea to take right. a look at that. Yeah, and, yeah correct. And obviously, like uh, Brent, we will we're, we're going to be you know keeping our distance. If you do come out to say hello, you want to meet Brent and say hi. Uh, you can do like a selfie from a distance if you want to. Uh, and we're going to make sure that everybody stays nice and safe. And it looks like you know uh, Brent, tell us you know I mean are they they're making sure everybody is is uh, are following the proper guidelines? I would imagine, right? Yep, everybody has masks on. Everybody has gloves on. Our, our little area where I'm signing all of my million and one autographs. Uh, you know, we have a bunch <laughs> of tables here set up. <laughs> and people are slowly making their way, and somebody is flipping me the bird right now. As a oh, that's, right. that's nice of them. That's the re- they're saying you're number one. That's yeah. it. That's right. That's right. All right. Excellent. All right, Brent, thanks for checking in, man, because we're all going to be headed to various locations uh, throughout the day. So uh, we appreciate the check in, brother. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right, Brent Porsche. Hey! The I Believe for President Steve uh, blood drive is today, and the shirt that he mentioned I actually have right in front of me here, and it's if you've seen the shirts, are usually black, and they have uh, white lettering, white uh, bold right. uh, letters, and so if it's the Beatles, it would just say John and Paul and George and Ringo, uh, to give you an example, but this one says Preston and Steve and Rock and Roll, and we did it in orange on black instead of uh, white on black, so it kind of pops a little bit. It'll also be very suitable as we roll into the Halloween season. That is correct. And the Flyers. And the Flyers. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we will be, like I said, uh, out uh, today. Steve, you'll be at FOP Lodge FOP. 5. Uh, yeah, right after the show, I'm heading on over. You're heading to Oaks, correct? That is correct. I'll be there starting at noon. I'll be there from like noon to 2. Uh, and Case, you're headed to the Fillmore? Yeah, me and Marissa are headed over to the Fillmore. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Nick is not in the studio right now. I think he's headed to Oaks as well. He so, is. Uh, we'll be we'll be spread out uh, today. So, all right. Uh, what are we doing here, Case? We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. Okay. I think. All right. Well, we you know as I mentioned earlier, it was uh, Marissa's birthday today, so we decided to do something uh, a little bit special. Well, at least uh, so we have everything set up. Yeah. Yeah. We're ready to go. So in the studio this morning, and we're gonna have to change real quick. You yeah. ready? Yeah. It's fine. We're doing breakfast on block. <laughs> <laughs> For Marissa, so she couldn't do dinner on block this year. So as we speak, we're all changing into something white right now. All I had was a white T-shirt, but am I getting a white? Steve, I have a special accoutrement for you. Thank you. It is a white wig. A white wig. I will wear it with pride. For oh, it's even in. It's original rapper. Marissa, did you know this was happening? Because you're wearing a white top. You know what, Casey? I did not. I've actually had this top hanging um, just in my closet. And this morning I woke up. I did not pick out my clothes uh, Casey, the day before. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I said somehow she found out. Well, because we were going to do this last year, and I accidentally sent her the email uh, <laughs> by accident. But, um, Marissa. Yes. Uh, I had I met your boyfriend yesterday. Uh, we had a nice little thing in the parking lot of his brewery, Aww. and uh, and he grabbed some white clothes for me to give to you so Aww. you can celebrate with us. 
<laughs> oh, well, she's already wearing white. But I know. Here are some she more... doesn't have the white pants on. Here are some oh, more white is. clothes there for you. you. I didn't have white pants, so I wore my bathrobe and okay. decided to bring that in today. I like it. It has your name on it. I'm yes, very it curious to see what white clothes he pulled out for me. That's very interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. Some I just white shorts. These and uh, yeah. we have a white boa for you to wear as well. And Nick brought in white balloons and some toilet paper and a white tiara. Oh. You know, Marissa has been um, and constantly catching crap over the years because we always make fun of the dinner on Blanc thing. Obviously not happening this year. Now, uh, Nick, uh, Casey, and Preston had the idea to do this up for you. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, but uh, is it is it every bit as pompous as the actual? Uh, it, it's better. It's better. It's actually better. Um, no, this means the world to me because um, my friends have been asking what I wanted to do for my birthday. And I usually, whenever anybody asks, my mom my entire life has asked, what do you want to do or what do you want? I always say, I don't know. Because I just like surprises. I'd rather be surprised than pick what I'm going to do. Um, and this year, for the first time, I said to my friend, do you guys want to do like a dinner on Blanc? Like we'll just do a pop-up dinner. And they literally flat out said, no. <laughs> even, even your friends. <laughs> My even friends. Even your friends. Uh, it, it, the concept of dinner on Blanc, if people are unfamiliar with this thing, you basically carry your own everything out to a location. You dress all in white. And you bring your own food. Yes. It's meant to be um, a social Annoying. activity. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Annoying as most people look. It's just a social activity. You're just um, going out into some beautiful area in your city. It started in Paris and it's traveled all over the world. Um, and you just bring your own food, your own accoutrements. And it's just a big party and, and you leave the area cleaner than than when you found it. Does that well, happen? The, the big fun part is you don't know where it's going to be until the last. Exactly. You just know that it is going to be at some very picturesque spot in your city. I have. Uh, I was talking uh, with somebody over the weekend though, and, and pointed out that it's kind of lost its thrill a little bit because now you do know where it's happening. You know, oh, you be, do. Well, somebody re- will be reporting that you know traffic is closed off around the area of blank or. Um, I think last year I was actually driving home on Kelly Drive and saw balloons set up on <laughs> Kelly Drive, so I knew it was happening on Kelly Drive. Um, but but it's still it's still amazing, and it's still my favorite event of the year. And sometime in last May, it hit me where it wasn't going to be happening. It Th- would have been last night. This one event, though, to me seems so much work for so little return. <laughs> you know, I just I, and, and again. Well, again I guess the return you get out of it are pictures. So okay, that's uh, that's yeah, part of it. The FOMO of it, if you're not there, right. would be overwhelming. So, all right. So as we speak, we're getting the catering set up. Oh, uh, this is so well. nice. Oh my gosh, you Look guys got tablecloths mm-hmm. and. Yep. Wow. All right, you guys did this well. We are. We're realizing though, Marissa, that because uh, nine times out of ten, or ninety-nine times out of a hundred. Uh, you end up doing a lot of the legwork for things like this on our show. Uh, we're piecing it together. Yeah, so it's, it's not ready. Yet. It's yeah. not quite so, ready. Please get to work and fix this up a yeah, bit, would you? you could do the decorations, yeah. that'd be great. Make it look nice. It has been fun because uh, producer, the producer in me is like watching Nick disappear for half the break. And I was like, all right, something's happening. But yeah. try to ignore it. Try to just be surprised. And I am. This guy, you guys, uh, Casey, I know, tried to pull it off last year. Um, and you guys didn't do it yeah, so... Yeah, that fell apart. Yeah. I don't know how that ha- what happened there, but we, we did want to do it last year. Uh, but, you know, this year, especially since the, the event is not happening, we had to try to put in a little more effort. Thank you. And they, make this happen. They did a, a social media campaign inviting people to uh, do it at their own houses last night. Um, but that's not as fun. No. Nobody gets to do it live on the no. radio at 7.30 in the morning. Yep. Uh, so... 
Case, I'm going to need the information on okay. uh, our uh, providers well, of the food. Well, here we go. First of all, these oh, thank are, you. that's who we need to thank first. Oh, I got to take my Oh, it smells so good. Is there cheese? Off. There's got to be cheese. Uh, so, catering supplied today by Sabrina's Cafe. Uh-huh. So many times we have meat needs, and Marissa, being a vegetarian, doesn't get anything <laughs> because it's like some sort of like meatball or whatever so all of this stuff from sabrina's and she and sabrina they they have a whole bunch of different locations uh all of this stuff is geared towards you as as a vegetarian it's one of my favorite breakfast places one of my favorite brunch places ever if you don't know it's a comfortable welcoming place that serves great food at great prices with five area locations sabrina serves up famous staples like stuff Hala French toast, <laughs> the barking chihuahua, and their uh, huevos rancheros. A great brunch spot. Sabrina's Cafe also features a creative dinner menu uh, that is just as impressive as its breakfast menu. It's BYO, too. Uh, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so today we have the stuffed hala French toast, uh, which is stuffed with farmer's cream cheese topped with bananas and vanilla bean syrup. <laughs> Uh, tofu scramble. Mm. That's vegan. Uh, and I'm, I'm not going to go through all the uh, ingredients of everything. They also <laughs> brought in their huevos rancheros, which I'm looking forward to having. Chicken and waffles this morning here yeah, in our God studio. Love that. Uh, bagels and locks. Uh, House made granola as well. And wow, there's a whole lot of stuff here. Yes, yeah, this is a big uh, spread over here. Stuff. Well done. Uh, you can check out their website at sabrinascafe.com. The only thing that sucks, we have to sit here and smell all this great food <laughs> while we do the segment before we can eat during the commercial break. Now, uh, Marissa, as well, uh, and thank you so much to Sabrina's for, for coming through at the last minute for us, but also uh, we have pickle sandwiches from Elsie's. Oh! I thought That's, I smelled that. Mm-hmm. So Elsie's, and by the way, uh, their website is peacelovepickles.com. Oh, awesome. uh, Marissa, you were talking about Elsie's yesterday, and um, I hadn't heard of them, but uh, I had uh, I had reached out to them. They had heard that we were talking about them, and they were so thrilled uh, to be able to come out here this morning and hook you up. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, Elsie's Pickles... Uh, is 856-858-7041. Catherine's the owner. Uh, she's like, you can't buy our pickles anywhere. They're they're not available to buy in any stores. You know, you can only get them oh, at Elsie's. Oh, they make Elsie's. their own pickles. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And, um, and they are located, oh my gosh, in Collingswood, uh, New Jersey. But if you just go to peacelovepickles.com, you can find out all that information. Now, um, they're only open like from like 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., so... On certain days. Yeah. On certain days. Yeah. So um, we can look that up and find that I out think because it's Thursday to Sunday. Okay. <laughs> if if anybody follows me on Instagram, you know that you know if there's any fun food trend that's happening out there. I want to go and try it. And this one I've been following for years and never made it over. So, so this is a dream so come true. Dream come true. How about that? Mm-hmm, exactly. Oh, it's Marissa's dinner on Blanc. So we have to play I just wore right a shirt. Right. These guys did it. So <laughs> nah. it's very nice though. It's I, all it's all from the heart. Even Connor's. Wearing white this morning too. Yep. I, can, I I from from doing dinner on blanc setups every year for the past eight nine years, however long it's been happening. I know what it's like to to piece this all together, and you think it's going to be easy, and then you start getting everything. So uh, so thank you guys. So thank uh, originally, you for this wonderful Mark, surprise. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Uh, originally uh, that was uh, twelve balloons. Yeah, it uh, it's, uh, seems to have uh, altered the balloon. When I uh, left uh, Par- Party City yesterday, uh, two of them exploded <laughs> right behind my head, and I thought there were gunshots. And then uh, bringing them up, I. I put them in Kevin Gunn's studio and two more popped. So happy
Happy birthday. <laughs> well, thank you, Nick. So, Marissa, also, we have another surprise for you. Chuck is on his way in right now. He stopped over in Port Richmond. He went to Circles and Squares. He's bringing us a nice Detroit-style pizza and a circle yeah. pizza from Circles and Squares. So that's your pizza gut guy, right? So yeah. thank you, Dan. Jesus. I know. Dan opened his shop at like... <laughs> He got there like five thirty to start making uh, pizzas for us, I and mean, uh, yeah, this dude is like the biggest pothead, like just <laughs> pizza making guy. And for him to wake up this early and make pizzas, all of this, I, I'm well, I'm ver- flattered and I'm at a loss for words. That's very cool, very cool. You- Thank you, guys. And thank you, Bill great. Weston, for wearing all black for my yeah. breakfast and noir. Bill is yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> noir uh, for you, Marissa. So happy birthday. Yeah. And we're having I our breakfast on block. We love you, too. We'll, we'll take pictures so that you guys can get a, an idea of, of what it looks like here in the studio. But I, I think uh, I think this came together Good. nice. Oh, my God. I'm sweating. Are you sweating? Yeah. I, just, I was, like, running around. I'm Preston. You were like I saw you shooting daggers at me during the commercial or during the uh, the celebrity break, the Hollywood break, yeah. because I was on my phone. Yeah. But I was like getting all this stuff together. I was like, I'm not just I didn't like know that. I'm not playing Words of Friends this time. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm actually like kind of like pulling some stuff together. So well, it's very fitting that you're sweating because normally for dinner on Blanc, you would be standing outside in 90 degree weather <laughs> yeah. in the sun, yeah. uh, probably wearing pants because that's all you can find that are white waiting in line somewhere with thousands of other people. So it's it's perfect. <laughs> and here's here's a text, by the way, that says, uh, I can't believe that Kathy hates Marissa so much she faked being sick on her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, this, Marissa is such an essential part of the show. And, uh, like, here's a perfect example. Kathy's been out a couple days, and yeah. you've been stepping in to do her chores and also helping run everything. And Connor does a fantastic job stepping in. So um, even though, despite I know how much everyone here loathes the concept of dinner on Blanc, um, they they decided to go ahead with this. So that's how much they love you, Just and we and I love you. Yeah. All right. Well, we will. We will. Uh, I, I want to get through this so we can eat. It smells yeah, so. Seriously. It smells so great in here. Ooh. But I do have some uh, some junk drawer stories. That I think we can share in the meantime while we're celebrating uh, Marissa's birthday through the course of the morning. Junk on Blanc. Uh, all right, let me rummage through the drawer and see what I can find here. There it is. We can't do that. We can't do it without rummaging through the door. So the pandemic has has actually changed the ways that people are having sex. For example, online searches for sexual positions, which do not require face-to-face contact, have increased in the past five months. I mean, listen, if you don't know the other menu items at this point, didn't we have a discussion at some point on the show where pretty much everything that's been invented has already been invented Right. You know, what what else is left to do? Well, well I, I, yeah. So Lund- they, in, it, they found that uh, Google searches for British folks, uh, reverse cowgirl has been searched more than 60,000 times in the last month. Have you ever tried to, while you're in the throes of passion, say, I think I'm going to invent something. Let's try this. No, but I don't think I've ever done reverse cowgirl, though, before. Huh. Yeah, not reverse well, no. I mean, it's basically dog, but you're just yeah, but yeah. you're but the guy's away. laying down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much a similar. You always kind of want to see, right? don't you? Want to? I like seeing. Yeah, yeah if, you're, so. if, you're, if everything's working and you're getting a positive review, maybe the girl doesn't want to see uh, <laughs> because you're so goddamn ugly. Listen, I prefer not to look at you. Can I face the wall? Well, I heard some comedian that he was just talking about how positions like that and, and doggy were invented because back in the day, before like <laughs> dental health was a thing, sure. people's breath just. Reek. That's probably a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you think that's why they came up with those? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to turn around this way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
for comparison, well, so uh, Doggy was looked up 18,100 times in the same period. Doggy, apparently, if you watch the movie Quest for Fire, was a missionary. Uh, you know, it's that was the, the standard way? Well, Doggy was the standard, then missionary yeah. was invented after that. Okay. Uh, for or com- animal-like. For comparison, they uh, the British Google sex searchers only looked up reverse cowgirl 49,500 times in the month of January before the lockdown began. So I guess it, word got out. It was <laughs> an uptick. Uh, coming in third on the list for terms Googled in the last month was spooning, which had 18,100 searches up what from 14,800 searches in January. What about the hot Reginald? I, there's no, no search for that. <laughs> While 69 came in fourth with 12,100 searches in the last month, up from 8,100 in January. So these are all positions where you don't have face-to-face contact. That's right. When they when they diminish the impact of porn, you know, you watch that, then you learn all you need to learn. That's you what need, you learn. You don't need to be going to Google. No. Taking a more clinical approach. Uh, all right. Let me see here. University of Oxford researchers reviewed 14 studies and found that honey was more effective than usual care when it came to improving cough symptoms, particularly the frequency and severity of coughing. Do you ever use honey to soothe a cough? Yes, yeah. I have. That was the standard that my mom would make, you know, the, the hot toddy, you know, the, the hot tea with honey in it or whatever. Honey and tea or honey, even just honey cough drops, yeah, uh, honey I, cough I find, drops you know, are, are more effective. I don't yeah. know if that's, you know, sort of a placebo thing, but yeah. Uh, two of the studies suggest you never see a bee cough. Uh, that honey <laughs> can actually cut through symptoms short between uh, cut cough symptoms uh, short between one and two days. And as a result of the findings, scientists are urging doctors to recommend honey as an alternative to antibiotics, which are often incorrectly prescribed for viral infections, despite only being effective against bacteria. Uh, they add that honey is a frequently used lay remedy. Uh, that is well known to patients. It's also cheap. It's easy to access and has limited harms. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good for fighting allergies too. Like if you if you buy local honey, yeah. that, that helps with that because of the way that the bees pollinate or whatever. Do you guys have local honey yeah. places that pop up? We have them all over. Yeah, all we, we do. Yeah. And apparently, yeah, and as you, to your point, Nick, uh, they, what you might be susceptible in a certain area yeah. is addressable with the honey gleaned from that area. Right. In fact, it's been uh, recommended by doctors okay. to us. Uh, right. To when when my kids were having allergy problems, they literally said, "Go get some local honey." All right, I get. Oreos from this area because oh, okay. I know it's smart. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be healthier for me. So, what is uh, clover honey? Um, I just I see that in they the store. Just, uh, the bees use clover flowers to pollinate. So, okay. um, basically, the beehives will be set up. The apiaries, if you will, will be set up in an area where there's a lot of clover. Um, and so the bees will use that flower, uh, bring that pollen back to the to the beehive, and then that's the honey that they make. Is that supposed to give a different flavor of honey? Or in, in theory, I mean, if okay. you can taste the difference between that honey and another honey, good luck. But yeah. like, you're better it, bee than I am. It's like uh, you know a really refined sommelier can probably tell the difference. But um, yeah, that's what the basic uh, essence is. So so I have a friend that uh, fosters. But what, what would what fosters would be? Bees? I don't know. No, what would it be considered when you adopt? Anyway, he handed me a jar of honey, and it was more like a bomb than it than it was the like normal honey we're, we're used to. That's raw honey. Okay, so then what do you do with it then? You can eat it. But but how do you make it the liquidity? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you make, how do you make it, it the liquidity. <laughs> how can you spread it? How do you spread yeah, it? Yeah, because like raw honey. All right, is go like... on to Google and look at reverse cowgirl. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Does, does honey no, go sure bad? Show how to make honey. Does honey go bad? That's another question. I've had honey sitting in my pantry for I've had, I've the had years. The word is, it does not go bad. But I've had to throw it away because the way I bought it was not the way it presented itself in the pantry so it, six months later yeah, or whatever. It, okay. You know what you're supposed to do is put it in the microwave for about 10 seconds and it'll, uh, it will reverse back to the way or revert back to the way that it was when you bought it. We talked about honey being one of those, um, you know, foods that uh, even the preppers love because, you, yeah. you know, you yeah. can put yeah. that in and it'll stay for the, for the longest time. Just like the Billy Joel song. Casey, does it kind of crystallize a <laughs> yeah. little bit? Yeah. So I think that what Nick is saying is yeah. you heat it up and it'll... it'll. And so, okay. It's I, fine. Because I've just thrown it away. I'm like, You oh. put anything in the microwave, it's fine. <laughs> yes. well, honestly, I love, to, I love to heat up my spoons. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Nick, can you look up and my uh, credit card? Look up raw honey and yeah. see, because uh, uh, it, it's, it's thicker, it's opaque, uh, but I think you just use it as normal, uh, but it, it might be just, yeah. Yeah, like this style? Yeah. I guess you just, it's a little thicker when you spread it, but Marissa, you just eat it. That's pretty much the deal. Eat it. Uh, let's go back into the drawer. Listen, I, we, we got calls coming in, and uh, Marissa's having to jump back and forth, and if <laughs> the calls pertain to former stories, we can go to those as well. Uh, this past Sunday, uh, the asteroid initially labeled ZTF, ODXQ, and now formally known to astronomers as 2020XG, uh, swooped by Earth at a mere 1,830 miles away. What? Uh, that gives 2020QG the title of the closest asteroid flyby ever recorded that didn't end with the space rock's demise. Hmm. Uh, it's the closest known non-impacting asteroid, NASA officials told Space.com. Is this the one that was about the size of a bus? It was about the size of a car. Okay. Uh, is what they were saying. So the flyby wasn't expected and took many by surprise. In fact, the uh, Palomar Observatory didn't detect the zooming asteroid until about six hours after the object's closest approach. That should make us all feel comfortable. Uh, the asteroid approached undetected from the direction of the sun. Uh, Paul Chodas, the director of NASA's Center, uh, Center for Near-Earth Object Studies, uh, said we didn't see it coming. Well, that uh, of course, it wisely used the sun to block its trajectory uh he said that the uh the close approach is the closest on record if you discount a few known asteroids that have actually impacted our planet uh the close flyby was also a fast one as 2020 qg swooped near earth at a blistering twenty-seven thousand six hundred miles per hour it's just amazing uh the object is about the size of a compact car they said okay so even smaller yeah so uh I, but you know what in the story that i read it didn't indicate if that would have been considered a real danger or well, not well uh, by the way if you're talking size wise um that seems almost in comet territory comet that size. territory like a me- like a like a another like a meteor Com- comet can be more Comets like a big. yeah they can be like an asteroid size i mean they're they're all there's so many varied uh sizes for celestial bodies but um we've uh, i've gotten into it a lot lately with um, my girlfriend's into uh, um, uh photographing outer space and my son and i watched uh, deep impact in uh, armageddon right. recently so he's concerned about the comet uh, and and the asteroids coming to the Way to, Earth. to go and then I, I read this book called um, a brief history of nearly everything and this guy named bill bryson wrote it and he talks about the fact that, and it was written in like 2003, 2004. Uh, at that time, 16 years ago, there were only so many um, telescopes and, and people uh, literally looking into space to see what was coming at us. In in the time since the book was written, the number of uh, telescopes and people looking, monitoring, 
uh, for asteroids, for comets, for meteors and meteorites has, has gone up exponentially. And still, all the time, every day, we miss stuff like this, the, the thing that Preston's reporting on, because there's just so much of it out there. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to bees for a moment because we have some beekeepers bees. calling in. <laughs> I'm going to go to, let's go to Bill on the line. Hi, Billy, you're on the air. Hey, guys, you got rock. Thank oh. you, thank you, thank you, Billy. All right, so Billy. question. Raw honey, uh, you just eat it like normal honey, right? Yeah, you can eat it normal. Uh, if, it, uh, if it gets old, you just add a little bit of water, it'll never go bad. Okay. So just simply um, add water. Now, what about putting it in the microwave? Uh, you can do that or just add warm or hot water, and it'll go right back to exactly how it, how it um, came out. It'll loosen it up. Okay. How many bees do you keep, Billy? Um, I have three hives. Each hive has about twenty-five to 30,000 bees. Oh, my Jeez. God. I wonder if you can still be called a beekeeper if you keep just, like, six bees. It's <laughs> a good question. Right. Good luck. You won't get them out of production. No, I'm talking. Yeah, about, but I'm just, just talking for companionship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just keep them in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> in your bee bucket. All right, Billy. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I wanted to go another uh, to another beekeeper, and that's Sean. Uh, hi, Sean. <laughs> You're on the air. Hey, Sean. Thanks for calling, Sean. It's nice talking to you. Is your name Sean? Is this? Are, are you talking to Alan? I'm talking to you. What's your name? My name is Alan. I am Alan the Bean Man. You guys had me on the Bizarre Files. Oh, yeah. They yeah. send you out to uh, places where there are, there are bee problems, right? Weren't you just down the shore not that long ago? I was not down the shore. I've been, I go all over the place. I go in the five-county area. Okay. So you're the and Bee Man. As, I am the Bee Man. And as far as uh, adding water to honey, that's the best way to make it ferment. The, the best thing to do with honey is what I do is to, to re- uh, Reliquify it as I put it on the dashboard of my car, leave it there for a day. It's, it's as good as new. You don't want to add water. You add water, you're going to make it ferment. All right. Oh, okay. then you can have some mead. If it, if it does not reliquify, it is not pure raw honey. It's crap you bought from China that they mixed 10 to 90% with uh, corn syrup. Well, corn syrup. Okay. All right. So, so you don't real want honey. That. You want the real, the real deal. Uh, yeah, and somebody somebody was pointing out. Yeah, if you set it outside in the sun, uh, for you can set it. You can set it outside in the sun, absolutely. Yeah, and that'll that'll loosen it up. Okay, you know what you do? Get like a clunker of a car, put it in your yard, yes. put it up on cinder blocks, and use that car to reheat your uh, honey. There you go <laughs> with yeah. the dashboard. That and you can tell everybody that's what your car out front is for. <laughs> that's my honey. Much I reheat honey in that. It's my honey reheating car. Hey, that uh, that uh, Desoto you have out there. Oh yeah, that's my. Uh, Honey reheating car. You could, certainly, you could certainly do that. I don't think the neighbors would be too thrilled about it. But I screw have, those people. I, am, I do have about forty-five hives that I am uh, wow. currently taking care of. How All many? Right. How many bees? How many bees? How many bees? Yeah. What's forty-five times sixty? Eighty thousand. Fifteen. <laughs> well, then I got fifteen bees. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Alan. Good to hear from you, man. All right. Yeah, good to hear from you. Thank you, and you guys have a great day. You too. Be safe. Wow. Yeah, Uh, that's crazy. So he's got he's got millions of bees. I guess forty five times sixty thousand, whatever that may be. I have no idea. I don't know. There's millions. He's got hundreds of thousands for sure. Wow, twenty trillion bees. All right, one last story, and then we gotta then we gotta move on because we have uh, bizarre file stories and things like that to get to. Uh, And we have lots of stuff to eat. uh, We do have (laughs) lots of stuff to eat. Um, I'll do. I, I wish we could spend more time on this, but uh, never-before-seen footage 
will show what life was like inside the notorious sex cult of Nexium, including scenes where the Dalai Lama blessed its members after being paid a million dollars. And actress Sarah Edmondson describes her terrifying ordeal of breaking away. The Vow, which will air on HBO this Sunday, features previously unseen footage filmed by one of the group's senior figures, Mark Vicente. So I was telling you this, and this is they're sort of giving it the same treatment they gave Scientology. Yeah. This is an amazing, bizarre story. And Lifetime did a, uh, a docudrama where they acted out a lot of it. And even that, they took out a whole bunch of stuff, and it was still mind-boggling what these people were submitting to, these women. And this guy is, you know, checks all the boxes. The guy who, run, who ran Nexium for all those attributes that make these guys um, convincing talkers and seducing these people into joining this cult and, and allowing themselves to be branded. Yeah, the series uh, follows a number of people deeply involved in the self-improvement group over the course of several years. It also strongly features the story of Canadian actress Sarah Edmondson, who left the cult in 2017 along with Vicente and his wife, Bonnie Piez. Uh, Their move was risky because the group is known for being highly litigious, uh, breaking and entering into former employees' homes and seeking revenge. Uh, Edmondson described the documentary how she was taken blindfolded to Smallville actress Allison Mack's house for a two-hour ritual and then forced to watch her friends scream as they were mm. branded with Rainier's initials. Rainier was the guy who yep. ran it. Uh, she, was, she said, I was just thinking, how the F am I going to get out? And when they weren't doing well, she said they weren't doing well. They were squirming. They were crying. They were twitching. They were sweating during the branding. Mm. Uh, so they're going to rip the lid off of this whole thing. And obviously, there's you know they were arrested and oh, yeah. all this other stuff. And so. one of the uh, the money who was the uh, the again they had yeah. a, a rich socialite who was from the uh, Seagram's family. Seagram's family, yeah. And so she was helping fund a lot of this stuff, yeah. and uh, she was in 100. percent I'm telling you, man. Do you think these... there are remnants of this cult that are still running today? They say that they're actually, believe it or not, still a few. Uh, tra- Charles Manson family hangers on, mm-hmm. even after all this time. So a lot of times these people are so effective yeah. that, yeah, I have no doubt that there are people who are still committed to this. Yeah, well, it probably. becomes your way of life, too, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and so you get so used to it, no matter how abnormal it is, and certainly strange to us looking from the outside. Like, when you're in it, it's got to be um, difficult to then get out of it and return to some level of normalcy. Well, and also, you know, people who are who are kind of lost and searching yeah. for a purpose and maybe have some, you know, issues uh, mentally and... They can say they can look at the at whatever the tenants are, whatever group it might be, and go, "That sounds like yeah. something I can get behind." You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they then they have a hard time letting it go because it gives them a sense of purpose. They either stick with the cult or they get into beekeeping. That yeah, too, I mean, yeah. which is cultish, cultish kind of, really, in a way. Yeah. About it. No, not really. I mean, I was intrigued by that Jared Leto one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was weird. Because it was like, let's go to a fancy island and go to concerts every day. Yeah. And I was like, all right. That, that sounds, sounds good to me. Jared Leto. He's got such a wonderful six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, circles and squares just arrived. Stop, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. I just saw the pizza come walking in. <laughs> How are we going to be able to eat all this food? Preston, I can do it. Okay. <laughs> I have faith in you. When it comes to eating food, I can do it. I might have to eat pickles on top of pizza on top of French toast. Okay. And this I'm is, okay with that. This it. is quite, this is the perfect day for you. I, I literally got a text from my friend this morning and it just said, you're my favorite person to eat carbs with. <laughs> so if that gives Aww. you any idea. Of, Yay. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> so when we break for commercial mercy, you're going to have to uh, 
um, make sure everything's set up properly. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to yeah. decorate I'm, your own party. I mean, it's your birthday face- and everything. But. I'll go to Facebook Live and show off all the great stuff you guys did. It's amazing. Thank you so much. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the Bizarre File. We're also going to have Eddie Alvarez on the show. Uh, JJ Jim Jackson. Flyers playing tonight. Going to try and wrap up that series. And uh, an announcement about an event on the way. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series, an hour-long concert made up of the best live performances ever captured. MMR rocks. This is Tom Petty. In concert this Saturday night at 7. We're all jonesing for live music, and this should help. So hit the backyard, get the tailgate started, and crank up MMR every Saturday night this summer at 7. It's MMR's Saturday Night Concert Series. Sponsored by Acme Markets, official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. This week... This is Tom Petty of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Keep right on rocking here with us at 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, let's do some Bizarre File stories. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it's brought to you by Robbins Diamonds in tax-free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly, Robbins Delaware Diamonds. Deputies in Florida say that an attorney... Led them in a high-speed chase before name-dropping celebrities and demanding pizza. It happened We Monday. got some here. Uh, we do. Uh, thank you to Circles and Squares. <laughs> it happened Monday when a deputy saw Rena Patel Sanders speeding down US-1 in her Lexus SUV. She allegedly didn't stop even when the official turned on his lights and siren. The defendant led the official on a chase but almost crashed at one point and then later fishtailed. The deputy managed to box in her vehicle and held her at gunpoint. Another deputy arrived at the scene to help take her out of the SUV, and officials claim she smelled of alcohol and seemed impaired. She name-dropped actors like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Owen Wilson, and Ryan Reynolds, authorities said. Did she pretend to know them, or was it just blurting out those names? I think she pretended to know them. Dwayne Johnson, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, She allegedly... (laughs) Olivia Newton-John. ...said that she fled from the deputies because she was scared. Uh, The story doesn't end there. Sanders allegedly asked when she could return to her hotel... When told she was going to jail on the litany of charges, she said no and insisted that we go get pizza, said a deputy. Uh, the defendant allegedly said she had hung out with celebrities and belonged to a big law firm. Authorities said she denied medical attention even though she initially asked for medics and refused to take a blood alcohol test at the substation. She posted $56,000 to get out of jail. Uh, the Florida Bar currently says that Sanders is a member in good standing who is eligible to practice law. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> she sounds very stable. Another story out of Florida. A fight over the placement of political signs led to a man punching his neighbor in the face. Records show that it started with a witness uh, who told... Right, Records stated... No, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Record show it started when a witness told his neighbor that another neighbor, Anthony Vulo, had taken the man's campaign sign and thrown it across the yard. The man confronted Vulo about why he threw his campaign sign, and Vulo said that he was upset that the man had placed the sign in a way that it blocked his own sign. <laughs> During the confrontation, Deputy said Vulo pushed his 48-year-old neighbor, then his neighbor pushed him back, and Vulo pushed his neighbor on the left side of his face, punched him on the left side of his face. Below- 
Uh, Bullo admitted to authorities that he was upset about the victim's sign blocking his own sign, so he tossed it. Though a witness backed the victim's account of Bullo pushing the victim first and punching the victim, Bullo said the victim pushed him first and that he only punched him because the victim swung first but missed. Deputy said the victim had obvious signs of injury by his left eye, but he declined medical attention. Bullo was arrested on a battery charge. I could have helped the situation by suggesting they stagger the signs. Yes. You could have just, yeah. you know. Oh, man, I didn't think of that. Just stagger the signs and then everyone gets their sign. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti said on Wednesday that he had authorized the city to disconnect utility service at a Hollywood Hills house after it hosted several large parties in flagrant violation of COVID-19 public health orders. The announcement comes two weeks after Garcetti uh, first warned that properties hosting unpermitted large gatherings could have their water and power service shut off as a consequence. Garcetti said that despite several warnings, this particular house would had, quote, turned into a nightclub in the hills. Uh, one of the rental homes, tenants, is Bryce Hall, a TikTok personality... <laughs> who made headlines over the weekend when he celebrated his 21st birthday with a massive party at a different rental property. According to the mayor's office, the Hollywood Hills house hosted a large gathering on August 8th, three days after the threat of utility shutoffs was first announced. So they gave them fair warning. Okay, and they kept at it. Uh, They reportedly visited the property during the party to post warnings and provide notice that future violations could result in a referral to Garcetti's office for review and and issuance of a directive to disconnect utility service. So they cut everything off. On Wednesday, they ended up uh, shutting down the party house because he held another one, and uh, they uh, they cut off the power. And uh, the neighbors were happy to hear about that because they didn't want the big parties in the neighborhood either. Even though he's a TikTok star? Even though he's a TikTok star. <laughs> in China, video uh, footage was obtained and shows the moment that cars parked near a shopping mall dropped into a huge sinkhole when the road in front of the building suddenly caved in. This amazing footage. Yeah, 15 amazing. vehicles had been uh, lifted up and no casualties were reported. Uh, the cause of the accident is under investigation. Szechuan Providence, through which the Yangtze River flows, has been battering uh, against a new round of torrential rainfall and raised its emergency response to the maximum level on Tuesday because of this. Yeah, it looks mm. like something out of a movie, man. Yeah, it does. Well, it's a sad time in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Residents in the state's largest city are mourning an urban cornstalk that had been growing up through a crack in the concrete at the intersection of 57th Street and Minnesota Avenue. Dubbed the 57th Street Corn, the plant even had its own Twitter account and was treated as a symbol of resiliency and hope as the pandemic continues. And what happened to it? Residents reported that Wednesday morning, somebody ripped it out. No! Yes. Oh, man. And it prompted an outcry on social media. That sucks. Someone even attached a sign to a traffic post where the stalk grew that reads, Corn R.I.P. Oh, man. That, that, There's a beacon of hope. This world coming to. Look at this majestic plant. Yep. All right, bent over in the dirt. One last story. Harry Keogh, who is from Dublin, Ireland, took his dad's phone and managed to order $36 worth of McDonald's French fries. His parents believed that he was only watching YouTube videos on the phone, and his mom was shocked when a delivery driver showed up with nine orders of the fries. When his parents asked why he had ordered so many fries, he told them that he was feeling a bit hungry. 
His mom posted a funny clip about the experience on social media where you, it went viral. So what do you do? You, like their Grubhub or something like that? I guess yeah, so. They yeah, they do uh, Uber Eats or Grubhub, yeah. yeah. 36 bucks? Yeah, so it was like nine bags yeah. of fries. So <laughs> I do like dream. the fries, though. Yeah. They had plenty of fries left over. We got plenty of food right here in our studio. So it's uh, breakfast on block in honor of Marissa's birthday today. And uh, thanks to everybody who's contributed. Who am I missing besides Sabrina's Cafe? Well, Sabrina's uh, obviously brought by uh, lots of um, vegetarian options for Marissa, as did Elsie's. And Elsie's brought by those pickle sandwiches that Marissa was talking about yesterday on the air. Uh, and they came by. And then also uh, Dan, the uh, pizza gut guy from Circles and Squares, brought some pizza by. He brought Circles pizzas and Square pizzas. So thank you. <laughs> Preston, right before we went on air, I took a bite of these little sushi. Pick- they use pickles and wrap it up like sushi. It's got a falafel ball inside of it. Oh, really? With That's hummus perfect. on top. It's Ooh. amazing. Who brought the chicken and waffles? Sabrina's. That's Sabrina's. That's Sabrina's, yeah. Ah. Yeah, so we got a little bit of everything this morning. We got breakfast, lunch, and dinner here ready to go. <laughs> so we're good, man. Um, listen, let's take a break and come back in a moment. Don't forget we have an announcement uh, to make about an event that is on the way. And uh, Eddie Alvarez is joining us. Jim Jackson is joining us. We give away our Word of the Week prize today. The Blood Drive is going oh on. What yes. a day! Yes. We're probably going to talk to Jackie Bam Bam at some point this morning because he is going to be on one of the locations, as will the rest of us after the show. We'll be back in a little bit. Stay with us. Preston, Steve, and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Steven Singer Jewelers Showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut is now open for appointments only. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to book your appointment today. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know what? I think in honor of Marissa's birthday, we're going to do a contest. We haven't we haven't done contests in a little while, and we have some stuff to give away. So yeah. we may, you know, we're giving. She's her the some, queen of contests. We're, we're we're giving some stuff to her this morning. Let's give some stuff to you this morning. And this is a contest uh, that Steve put together, and I think it's going to be surprisingly difficult. But you got a fifty fifty shot at winning. Uh, and it's called a cream or scream. Yes. <laughs> and the whole idea is, Steve, you have isolated some screams, and they are going to either be from a mainstream movie or a porn movie. Right. And the actual screaming that you're hearing, if it is from a porn movie, is coming at the point of... Completion? Yes. Okay. Oh. Do you think uh, the mainstream, well, or the porn movies are, are recognizable? Like, are they screens there, that we would There know? might be one or two that I put in to make them uh, recognizable. I will tell you this, and I told this to Preston. I had a harder time getting isolated good screams <laughs> from mainstream movies and had an easy time getting horror-like screams from porn movies. That's funny. Yeah. Nick, they, you, and you're right. You you might recognize one or two. I recognize one from Backdoor to Buttsville. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I d- was pretty obvious. The original, but, not the sequel. Yeah, the original. Uh, I, I left in the, the titles are of each clip, uh, of oh, whatever yeah? they are. So uh, with the description that was supplied. <laughs> Let's get callers on the line. 215-263-WMMR. That is the number right now. And by the way, while we're waiting for the callers to get up and, and be put on hold... Uh, this morning, we're doing Breakfast on Block in honor of Marissa's birthday. We're all wearing white. The studio is done up in white. Uh, we've had uh, various restaurants supply food this morning. I didn't know the other the Xfinity Lounge is loaded with food, yeah. too. We have entirely too much food here this morning, well, which is a good problem to have. As, as Connor rightly observed, we probably have 
maybe the best meat and eat we've ever had with the fewest people in the yeah, building. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's chicken and waffles in there. Mm-hmm. And there is stuffed French toast. I, I Casey brought in what I thought was a stack of like six pieces of French toast. He's like, dude, that's one piece. That's one piece. Yeah. Don't worry. I won't eat the whole thing. So Sabrina's is where I learned about the table pancake. Okay. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. That. Table pancake is buying is is ordering one sweet uh, breakfast item for the entire table to all take one or two bites of. That's what Sabrina's is known for. Okay. All right. Well, you know, they, people are making plans to go out and eat today right now. Mm-hmm. Hearing all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because on well, on the eighth is when uh, when the indoor dining yes. will yes. start yeah. in Philadelphia to a limited extent. But yeah, it's, it's very exciting news it's coming back. But please go out there and support these restaurants because they need our help. Yep. And then also, Marissa, the um. Uh, the pizza that we got is from Circles and Squares, but it's really, you have to, like, order. Basically, if you want pizza on Friday, you have to order it on Monday, right? Uh, you have to order earlier <laughs> in the week. You have to, like, set aside your dough. Right. Um, anyone who's, like, familiar with a place like Tacanelli's or something like that where you do that. And he, if you follow uh, Pizza Gut on Instagram, he releases a, like, a Google Doc earlier in the week and you reserve your pizza then. I know you guys <laughs> oh, think it's so man. funny. You know, <laughs> wait, is, is Pizza Gut a guy? <laughs> Dan Dan Gutter is okay. his name, so Pizza Gut is it's like his, his handle. Yeah, it's, okay. it's how he started as a pop up at this little coffee shop called Win Win, and now he has uh, two places: uh, Pizza Plus and Circles and Squares. But now he's also in a third place. I told you about the other day. It's called Bourbon and Branch, where you can Casey pretty much get it right on demand. Well, for now, <laughs> for now, yeah. I mean, now that the word is out. Yeah, yeah. Now the you guys out. are saying it's the best piece you've ever had. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, me stuff. Yeah. All right. It's uh, almost gone. Well, I know, I know. We dove right into it. All right, so we're ready to play the game. Yeah. Uh, let's do a contest. Cream or scream? And it's simple. You get a 50-50 shot at this. So we're only going to be able to play one per person because obviously the answer will be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. easy to figure out if we went to another caller. We'll play a scream for you. You have to indicate if it's a cream or a scream. Cream being from a porn movie or a scream from a more mainstream movie. So let's do this. And to give away, we have these Metallica drive-in concert movie passes. <clears throat> and we have six of them. And that's yeah. all that we have right now. Well, we also have a couple of movies. So if people, maybe you're not a Metallica fan okay. or whatever, uh, we do have some movies. That we By the way, the, the Metallica drive-in concert uh, is going to be Saturday the 29th, so a week from tomorrow. And it will be at 11.59 p.m., so right before midnight. Oh, wow. At uh, the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center pop-up at Oaks. And it's a late-night screening. So just That's kind of cool. Keep in mind. And it's, uh, let me see if there's any other information I need to pass along to you. It will. It, I'm trying to figure out how many people get to go and everything. This is like the, uh, the, the old oh, midnight here. movies of years ago. Uh, each ticket admits one carload of up to six people. Huh. Includes a four digital downloads of Metallica's SM2, the long-awaited album documentary for the uh, the reunion concert in San Francisco Symphony. So it's a pretty cool little package. That is great. Yeah. So real quick, Preston, do you want to load up the audio, or do you want me to do that for you? Uh, you can load it up. Okay. You, right. you can give me whatever you want, anytime. All right? Okay. So we good to go? Yep. All right. I'm going to go to Ryan, who's our first contestant. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? What's up, bitches? Yo, bitch. <laughs> We're playing Cream or Scream. I'm going to play this Scream that was either taken from a mainstream movie, which is The Scream, or a cream, which was taken from a porn movie. You ready? You got it. I think it's going to be harder than people think that it is. I know, yeah. All right, here we go. That's what she said. Yes, oh. she did. And there's the birthday girl. <laughs> here we go, Ryan. Here it is. Okay, now, 
I'll play it one more time, Casey, if you can yep. reload that. <laughs> is that a cream from a porn film or a scream from a mainstream movie? I think scream. You think scream? You would be wrong. Oh, Thank you for your call. That is actually, wow. I know, right? Yeah. It's harder to tell. This is from a porn movie. <laughs> The description is cowgirl with very large woman. <laughs> so is that the very large woman or is that the guy? The guy screaming. Okay. Uh, I, I, You know, my wife came in as, as I was going through all this stuff. Because she, she's hearing the scream. I have it going through my studio speakers. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I'm like, how clear it is. It goes, and then she goes... And then I knew the contest would work because I said, can you believe this is not someone having a railroad spike driven through their nut? Right, right. All right, let's go to some other calls. I'm going to go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Uh, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, John. All right, we're playing Cream or Scream. You ready? I'm ready. Identify this if it's from a mainstream movie or a porn movie. Here we go. (laughs) One more time. Back that up. We'll do each one two times, Case. Okay. All right, is that Cream or Scream? I'm going to go with Scream on that one. Scream with an S? Scream with an S. You are correct, yes. Hey! It is a mutant scream from Annihilation. Annihilation, yeah. This uh, is a really good movie. Hang on, John. We're going to get your information, and here's what we're giving you. All right, we have for you, actually, it's a digital download of Like a Boss, the beauty business is about to get ugly as <laughs> Tiffany Haddish and Rose Byrne duke it out with Salma Hayek. Available on digital and Blu-ray rated R from Paramount Pictures. What was Annihilation about? Remind me. So the uh, there's a part of the planet uh, is being terraformed by some alien race. And so these army and uh, these scientists are going in to try to figure out what's happening. Was that Amy Adams? Amy, uh, that was, mm, that was no. uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's okay. good. Right. Yeah, I got to see that. All right, next we will go to uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, bud. We're playing Cream or Scream. Are you ready? Yes, sir. We're going to play this twice for you. Here we go. What is this? (laughs) All right, let's go one more time. Here we go. All right, Brian. That's a cream. And you are correct. It's actually... I've seen it, he says. He's seen it. Then you've seen the jackhammer dildo, because that's what that is. Yep. What? All right, uh, here's what we have for you, Brian. All right, we have a ticket to the Metallica Drive-In Concert and Movie Saturday, August 29th at 11.59 p.m. at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center Cinema Pop-Up at Oaks. This is a late-night screening at uh, this location. It's just added. Metallica returns to the stage for the first time since September 2019 with a full set of classics. Some surprises filmed exclusively for drive-in theaters. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. Each ticket admits one car load of up to six people and includes four digital downloads of Metallica's SNM2, the long-awaited album documenting the reunion concerts with the San Francisco Symphony. Right. I, uh, I'm not a huge Metallica fan. I like them a lot, but this this uh, looks fantastic. This uh, movie, so this is, this is a great prize, man. And I guess they're doing it in the parking lot at Oaks. That's that's yeah, really cool. They have a pop up huge screen. That's and, awesome. I, I, you know, from what they're they're really throwing it all. They're all into it. So yeah, if you're a Metallica fan and even the casual fan, yeah, I think you're gonna sure. enjoy it. All right, let's. It's do like a- that Tiffany Haddish movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> let's like do it. another one. I'm gonna go to Rob. Hey, Rob. Gadzooks, Rob. All right, so we're playing uh, Cream or Scream. You ready to try it? Yep. All right, here is the sound. 
hilarious. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> All right. Rob, do me a favor. Tell me, is that a cream or a scream? Scream. Scream? Yes. Incorrect. Oh, oh, man. That's actually from a porn movie, and it's uh, the description is dildo in a sex swing. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that again. Hang on a second. Now, that doesn't sound pleasant at all. <laughs> so, which leads me, have you, have you ever been with a, a partner that was... I have really, really and noisy. I did yeah. not like it. No, uh, it's it's you. You end up going. I, what's, say, what's going on here? Can you stop doing that, yeah. please? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's like and, ineffective pillow talk. And I was living in an apartment at the time. Yeah, and in the middle of that, all of a sudden, and this is like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Their stereo went on full blast. Uh. And I'm like, oh man. Yep. Yeah. There's your response. Yep. All right. Let's go to. Let me go to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Happy hey. birthday, Marissa. Oh, oh, thank you. That's nice. All right, Ryan. We're gonna play the clip for you. Ready? Yep. All right. Tell us, is this a scream or a cream? <laughs> okay. We'll play it a second time for you, just to take it in. Here's the clip again. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what do you think? Let's go when in doubt, cream. Incorrect. Incorrect, sir. It's actually from Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that here it final is. final <laughs> When they're in the house, you can tell it's inside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, sorry, man. Yeah, these are hard to tell. <laughs> right? Really you would think it'd tell. be so much more obvious. Yeah. All right. We'll get another caller. This is Dylan. Hey, Dylan. How's it going, guys? It's my birthday, too. So happy b- birthday, Marissa. Happy oh, birthday, happy birthday, Dylan. Cool. Excellent. Woo, right. Come well, by and get a pickle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get you a gift in uh, guessing this correctly. I'm going to play the clip. You ready? Right on. I'm good. All right. Here we go. Cream or scream? Ah! Okay. Oh, God. That's definitely porn. That's porn you're saying? Now, for one listen? Oh. You're right, oh, yeah. dude. Yes. Yeah. We have an aficionado. Yeah. Uh, and that is, the description is, petite woman with mandingo. Uh, all right, Dylan. Huh. I just got an email that just popped up, and it literally said, finish strong. Oh. <laughs> no lie. And it's just because it's like a ha- it's like a Friday email. Okay. It was totally a work email. All right, so our guest has won a ticket to the Metallica drive-in concert movie. It's Saturday, August 29th at 11.59 at the Greater Philadelphia Expo uh, Center, Cinema Pop-Up at Oaks, and it's a late-night screening that has just been added. So tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com, and each ticket actually uh, admits one carload up to six people. Mandingo, by the way, if you're unfamiliar, is the Morgan Freeman of uh, adult films. Yes, he is. (laughs) All right, we'll go to Josh next. Good morning, Josh. Hey, how you doing? Good, Josh. We're going to test your knowledge with cream or scream. You ready? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's see if you can tell the difference. Here we go. All right, we'll give you we'll give you a second listen so you can you can really analyze this. Here we go. Josh, cream or scream? I'm going to uh, I'm going to have to go with cream. I think that's a cream. I think you're correct. Yes. And as I, and as I said, I want you to analyze this. I should have said analyze this because that's what it is. 
the movie? Oh. Analyze <laughs> this. Yeah. Analyze this. Is that, that's got to be an It's got to be a real right? title. Yeah, yeah okay, do a so, check. Uh, what do we have for Josh? <laughs> All right, Josh, we also have a uh, ticket for the Metallica Drive-In Concert movie that is going to be next Saturday at 11.59 at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center. Cinema pop-up at Oaks, and tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. And one ticket admits up to six people in a car. Did you find uh yes you did Nick. That's yeah, uh, research for Nick, you. Nick found uh analyze this. Uh, Felt the same way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. So don't get confused at your local blog. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, don't expect De Niro. When does De Niro come in? I love Billy Crystal and analyze this. All right, let's go to Bill. Hi Bill, you're on the air. This is sick. <laughs> this is sick. 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 All right, Bill, we are going to test your knowledge and see how well you do with Cream or Scream. You ready? Uh, I'm ready. Here we go. That's a classic scream. That's a classic scream, you say? Cream, cream, cream. Cream with a C? Yes. That is incorrect. It's actually... It's a tomahawk uh, attack, right? It's it's a movie called Bone Tomahawk. Okay. It's with Kurt Russell, and basically there uh, there is an Indian tribe, a small rogue group of Indians who become cannibals. Okay, so it's a horror movie and a western at the same time. Oh! And a guy's being scalped. Uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. my god! All right, let's try a few more. <laughs> George, 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 you there? Yes. All right, George, we are going to try out. <laughs> George, George, George. Cream or scream, you ready to try it? Yeah. All right, here is your clip. Listen closely. Oh! Oh! <laughs> All right, one more time. Oh! Oh! All right, is that from porn or a mainstream movie? Cream with a C. Cream with a scream. With a C, I'm sorry. Yes, you're correct. Uh, And the title of that lovely clip is Doggy Style on the Beach. Romantic comedy. Uh, The funny thing about this clip, and there are many funny things about this clip, so this guy's behind this woman on the beach. The second he completes, he just gets up and walks away. Oh, really? (laughs) She gets up and walks away? He does. I don't really like the beach. Yeah, let's go. Uh, What do we have for George? Uh, Go get pizza. George. 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 Uh, He's got a ticket to the Metallica driving concert uh, movie, and uh, that is next Saturday, and each ticket admits one carload of six people. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. All right, let's go for a couple of more. I have uh, Sean, who's up next. Hey, Sean. You with us, Sean? Is your name Sean? <laughs> we had a Sean earlier. It turned out to be Alan. Alan. Try Alan. Alan. Hi, say your name if you're on hold right now. John. Hi, John. Close. Hey, Rantlers. Rantlers. Hey. All right, John, we're going to try this out on you. It is Cream or Scream. You ready? Yep. All right, here is the clip. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with cream. And you're correct, sir. Yep, that's right. That, I mean, that would throw me off my game if I were to hear that. It's it's called uh, dildo and enema. <laughs> it's, it sounds kind of like a bear. A it does. Bit at, at yeah. some point. 
Uh, all right, Andrew, here's what we got for you. Hang on the uh, line. All right. We or also, John, I'm sorry. John, yeah. It is John. Sean John. And Sean John, you have a ticket to the Metallica Drive-In concert movie that is next Saturday, August 29th at 11.59 at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center Cinema Pop-Up in Oaks. Your car load up to six people, uh, and you can get your ticket at uh, Ticketmaster.com. All right, we're going to do two more, mm. and then we're going to wrap it up. I have uh, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. <gasps> All right, Andrew, you there? Yeah, hey, guys. Hey, man. All right, Andrew, we're going to try you out with Cream or Scream. You set to go? Let's do this. Here is your clip. <laughs> I'm going to give that to you again. Listen closely. All right, Andrew. Scream with an S. Yeah, you're correct. Oh, Very good. That's actually from Anchorman. <laughs> yep. Hang on a second. We're going to get your info and set you up with this. Uh, this is our last pair that we have. Actually, it's not even a pair. It's uh, for six, up to six people. But uh, we have that ticket for a Metallica driving concert movie. It's Saturday, August 29th at 11.59 p.m. Greater Philadelphia Expo Center. Ticketmaster.com. What, uh, what scene? <laughs> Is that from after Baxter's been thrown off the bridge? And he goes, he goes to the phone booth, yes. and he makes the call. Milk, milk was a bad yeah. choice. Milk was a bad choice. Yeah. All right, we have time for one more, and it's uh, Sherry who's going to try this out. Hi, Sherry. Hi, you guys rock! And happy you. birthday, Marissa. Uh, Thank you so much, Sherry. All right, Sherry, you ready for your clip? Yes, yes. All right, see if you can identify this. <laughs> Let me play it for you again. Here we go. Okay. What do you think, Sherry? Uh, I'm going to go with Scream with an F. That is correct. Yes, yes I love it. Yay. It's actually from the movie Dirty Harry. Is that when he stands on his legs, Steve? Uh, n- no, but that's similar. There's a scene where he, um, where Harry, he, uh, he's, they're doing the the cash drop. And uh, he uh, knocks Dirty Harry down, and Dirty Harry pulls out a knife and sticks it into his leg. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, okay. Nice. All right, and uh, what do we have for Sherry, Case? Well, we're going to give her a choice. It's either going to be Trolls World Tour, and that is on digital download, or uh, the rhythm section. Okay. We'll have uh, Connor take care of yes. that off air and, and set her over that. So, wow, that was a lot <laughs> harder yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Wouldn't you say the better horror screams come from porn? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Especially that jackhammer one. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like, you know, something where they were attack- being attacked. That would make me very concerned, especially, you know, when someone's screaming like that. You, you, you think you have to call 911. <laughs> yeah, there, were, there were a few creams, and I was hoping that they were actually screams because I didn't want to think of them as creams, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of revolting. <laughs> yep. All right. uh, well, thank you for playing, and thank you, Steve Morrison, for no putting yeah. together. All right, uh, before we take a break, a thank you again to Sabrina's Cafe, supplying some, uh, m- like, a huge buffet of food here this morning. Uh, they opened in 2001 by Robert D'Abreu, uh, and he named it's named after his own daughter, uh, Sabrina, and there are now five area locations. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, Big Seven Travels placed Sabrina's on Philadelphia's foodie bucket list, and they're vegetarian-friendly and have both vegan and gluten-free options. Uh, and as Marissa said earlier, they are BYOB. You can check out their website at sabrinascafe.com. 
And uh, also, thank you to Circles and Squares. It was uh, Pizza, Pizza Gut. Gut. Yep. And Elsie's. Uh, yeah. So we have loads of food all in honor of Marissa's birthday today. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. When we return, we're not done talking about food. Eddie Alvarez, the MMA fighter. Yes. I say there's a food thing to uh, chat with us about. And uh, Jim Jackson, JJ, Flyers, play tonight. We're going to talk to him, too. Be back in just a moment. By the way, the game tonight on MMR. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Marissa. Sorry, I was just eating a kielbasa cheesesteak. Or do you say kielbasa or kielbasa? Uh, well, when I'm singing the Tenacious D song, it's kielbasa. Kielbasa. Mm-hmm. And then I, I say, I've, I've always said kielbasa growing up. Some but, people have their very they're very specific about that. Is one wrong compared no, to the other? No, I don't other? think so. Yeah, it's like Caribbean I've Caribbean. People, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I took a bite of that is because it is courtesy of Galton Company Malt House. And the restaurant, they're in Port Richmond, by the way. They are going to be featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives. And that's tonight at 9 o'clock on yeah. the Food Network, which is awesome. And uh, we know a guy... Who's got kind of a connection with uh, with the restaurant? They got to be pretty happy about this. Uh, so we're going to welcome MMA fighter Eddie Alvarez yeah. to the show. Hey, Eddie. I miss you guys. Yeah, we miss you. How you doing, man? Oh, excellent, excellent. Nice. Yeah, I actually just got home from Disney. Me and my family went to Disney for a little while. Oh, you went into business for no, a little while? Disney. Oh, Disney. I'm sorry. You went into business with Disney? That's awesome. Yeah, it's smart. <laughs> it's good investment. I think they're staying around for a little while. Uh, they gave you Pixar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but listen, you're you're tight with the guys at uh, the Malt House, right? Yeah, we, we actually all did. We did real estate together for a long time, and we know each other through. I mean, we've been friends for a long time. Jim Lyons, Matt Yak, and uh, Joe Forkin. We uh, we've done real estate deals a time and time again. So um, when we when we could have uh, did something about the restaurant and things like that, when they told me they got a restaurant going, I had to get over there. Nice, uh, yeah. So they are. Is it uh, is it Polish themed? Uh, because I know that you know obviously they're they're using uh, their signature cheesesteak is made of kielbasa, which is a Polish uh, delicacy. But is that the theme of the restaurant? Yeah, no, I don't want to say I don't want to say it's the the theme of the restaurant, but they started in Port Richmond. That was the first the first locations right in Port Richmond, okay, on on Gall Street, and um, the 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 market there is mostly Polish. So they wanted to do something different, a different play on the cheesesteak. So they went and got shaved kabasi and uh, put melted American cheese on it and came up with this wonderful thing called a Witter Widowski. Yeah, they call it the Witter Widowski, <laughs> which great. is a great um, name. Yeah. I just took a bite of this. Oh, my God. I had to try. Oh, Total my revelation. God. Now, kielbasa is, you know, it's real fatty. It's got a lot of really good flavor in it. Yeah. That is the most de- – Steve, how great is that? It's really good. It's fantastic, yeah. I, I love, I'll confess this. I'm not really a big kielbasa fan, Yeah, but this is excellent. So if you follow Eddie Alvarez on Instagram, for instance, he takes a lot of pictures with his shirt off, and you'll see he's been eating these like (laughs) night and day. (laughs) You you can tell. Yeah, for training. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's definitely a comfort food. And so um, if you're you're in the middle of a training camp or try to be serious about your diet, you know, they do have other things on the menu, of course, but... um, for me, when I, when I go there, it's like it's my time to let loose 
my time to grab a beer and grab a Witter Wadowski. <laughs> Witter Wadowski. I <laughs> love that they're... Fries and, um, and just kind of, you know, watch a game. Eddie, there's a sandwich called the Arnold Ziffel Cast Party. And Arnold Ziffel was a, a pig from Petticoat Junction. <laughs> what, what is that sandwich? <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know, man. But uh, <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah. Hey, were you were you there? Because uh, so this is going to be featured. The the restaurant's going to be featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives tonight at nine o'clock. So were, did you happen to show up for the filming of that at all? We did. We did. Um, guy. Um, guy is actually a huge uh, UFC fan. So um, they asked they asked me to pop in. Me me and uh, me and my wife went down there. And um, yeah, we should be on it tonight. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun fun to watch. Filming it was awesome. Filming it was a great time. We were laughing the whole time during the filming, and um, I'm I'm anxious to see what the show is gonna look like. Guy Guy really does his research to find these restaurants. Yeah. Um, I had actually gotten a text message from Mark Summers because they were in the planning stages months ago. And he said, "We're coming to Philly to film. Give me a list of restaurants." Um, and he didn't use a single one of the ones I recommended oh, no because kidding. he had more amazing like uh, places to find some secret spots that, that he really dug up and, and this is it. And I'm, I'm really excited for you guys. There's a couple in my neighborhood as well that I actually saw the, um, Oh, what kind of cars did he drive? A Mustang or no, no, he drives Camaro. a Camaro? A Camaro, sixty-seven thanks. Camaro. Yeah, man. it was just parked in the middle of the city, and you just everybody's walking by. They're like, "Oh, guys, here." So, did he bring the the car to the restaurant, Eddie? Yeah, it was parked right outside. I, I was actually shocked because, like, uh, I mean, Poor Richmond's a great place, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys know and I know parking a car like that in the middle of Philly, it's always uh, up in the air what's going to happen. <laughs> well, the fact that he, uh, listen, and he's, as you said, he's a fun guy. He's a, he's a great host, and he finds these little gems. Uh, so it, it, it's uh, it's you. Do you know the other? Is it just you for the whole episode? He usually does a couple, doesn't he, in one episode? Oh, no, no. There's a, there's a number of people in the episode, um, but I, I, I don't know how he's going to run it if there's, there's probably a couple different restaurants, but the amount of time we filmed, I, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's it's a large portion of the episode. I don't know, I don't know how they run exactly. You know what I mean? Whether they're doing multiple right. locations or they're just doing one, but we filmed for quite a bit, so I don't know how long our skit takes. But uh, okay, the, but the, I said, if you guys can, I mean, we have a Rockledge location as well. Um, in, in Rockledge, PA, and we're going to be watching the filming there. So if anybody wants to go out and get a beer tonight and uh, grab something to eat, definitely come to the Rockledge location and um, and sit down and uh, watch watch the restaurant be on TV, you know? Yeah. So you guys are highlighted. Um, Michael Klein reported that the other ones in are Hardin, Philly, and uh, Stogie Joe's on East Pass Young. Very cool. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, Eddie, when's your next fight? Um, so I just got a call. Uh, I just got a call recently. And it's looking like uh, late November, uh, and they, they gave me different locations because Mer- Americans can't fly internationally right now. And I've been fighting in uh, the in Phil- Singapore, Tokyo, uh, all different parts. Of- Philippines too, right? Uh, what's that? Were you in the Philippines as well? Yeah, I was in the. In the I fought in the Philippines. I fought in Tokyo. Um, I've been fighting all over Asia. So um, I'm hoping. I think the promotion's looking at a couple locations, whether it's going to be maybe uh, Canada or Hawaii or something like that, and uh, maybe maybe doing something in late November. So I'm looking forward to that. Right, right now, I'm actually um, I'm down back in North Philly at a gym called uh, uh, Evolution Fight Camp, 
and um, getting getting a, a young a kid ready now, a future champion, um, Sean Brady. I'm getting him ready for uh, his UFC fight. It's very cool. You know, you can kind of do a riff on the Rocky thing, and instead of, like, a big sides of beef, you could have a kielbasa yeah. that, you, uh, yeah. that you can park <laughs> out on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, meals, it's meals good. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, one of these days, maybe, maybe you know, next year, uh, I'd like to – Maybe work out with you for a little bit and then spar with you afterwards. This is Nick McElwain talking right now. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> hey, we can do that. We don't. We don't need to wait, man. We can, uh, we can do it right now. Yeah. I got nothing going on. Uh, no, I guess what? Afternoon. You're not funny. <laughs> so when you, if you were to spar, do you have um like other like headgear that's like bigger than the other headgears so that um you can absorb more of a, a punch? There, there is like there are headgears that are kind of more fitted to the head, but the ones that are bigger, it actually just makes you a bigger target. So you, you would probably, you uh, probably be more apt to grab something smaller. You, you don't want to, you don't want a bigger head than what you already have. No, I think so. I think he's looking. So he wants, he's definitely interested in the protection. So something like a diving helmet yeah. might be good, uh, or maybe two headgears on. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wear two of them. Uh, no, I think I'd like to get in the ring with you. I really do. I, 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 think, I think we should do something for the charity next year uh, or th- this year coming up. I mean, it's, it's coming soon, so you have some time. And um, Let's do, do it. We could do something for the food drive. Then, oh, right? my yeah. God. No, yeah. I'm, listen, I'm oh. fairly certain that I could kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still pretending to be Nick McElwain? <laughs> no, no, this is Casey. No, okay. <laughs> I mean, I outweigh you by 100 pounds, so... <laughs> Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Oh my God! That's a hundred. That's hundred pounds of lead muscle. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Well, listen. We just wanted to. We wanted to touch base, Eddie, and the fact that uh, the Mold House will be on uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. And were you guys having the watch party tonight? Uh, we're we're having a small little private private one in, okay. in Richmond. It's not that one's not invite, but uh, we're having it. We're having a big one in, in Rockwood. So anybody wants to come out. And, and support us locally. We'd really appreciate it. Awesome. And, uh, All right. We'll, That's great. We'll send them out. All right, Eddie, good luck with everything, bub. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you guys so much. You got it, Eddie yeah! Alvarez. Hey, we, we're going to talk to Jim Jackson in just a second, uh, but we have a... We have a, a surprise caller. Didn't Ooh, know, I didn't boy. know this was going to happen, but a special caller just for Marissa. Hey, are you there, caller? I'm here, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. That was weird. <laughs> I've never Happy heard him sound. Happy birthday to you, Quite Marissa like McNada. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, Marissa McNada. Happy, happy birthday to you. Is this Bob Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Marissa Mokin McNada, sweetheart. Thank well you, done. Gary. Have a wonderful day and a great weekend. And you know what? It's great to follow Eddie Alvarez, the North Catholic's finest, the strongest man on the planet. Strongest man on the planet? Planet? Wow. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't fight him. Yeah, he's the tough son of a bitch, man. I grew up with all of his friends, man. He's a good guy. You taught him how to fight. No, Billy Hunter, the baddest man on the planet, taught him how to fight. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well. I I just want to tell you, I love you, and I truly, truly miss my family, genuinely miss my family. And a happy, happy birthday, Marissa Mocha Magnata. You're the best, Marissa. Have a great weekend, honey. Thank you, Gary. We're going to be uh, near your hood today. We're going down to the Fillmore for the blood drive. Oh, can you put me on the list? I ain't got a computer. <laughs> can I, I ain't got can a you computer. put me on the list for Saturday, please? 
For Saturday. For Saturday. Saturday. It's today. It's today. It's today. Can you put me on there for today? I'll, be, I'll show up with my bells and whistles. No. Uh, I, unfortunately, I think it's awful. Yeah, and uh, plus you've got to do it yourself. Yes. And that's the way that. Yeah, you can't, you can't it's sign. Anyway. You can't just sign people yeah. up. And they don't. They don't allow bells and whistles at the, right. the event. I just want yeah. to give. I just want to give back, man. Don't you keep bags of blood at the house anyway? Uh, I take the fifth. Yes, but they're not my own. Is what he said. <laughs> you know, Gary, you would actually be giving back by not donating your blood. <laughs> How many people want my DNA, son? You don't even know. I'm son. Call <laughs> you son. Love you, Gary. Bye, Gary. We'll see you later. I truly miss you, Preston. Thank you. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Did you get that, son? I got it. Yeah. Dad. All right. A lot of people want that DNA, son. <laughs> Surprises yeah. keep coming today. All right. Uh, Flyers, play tonight. They can wrap it up with the Canadians. Hopefully that is going to happen. But uh, we've had a, a player suspended. Some interesting things have happened. Uh, the game, by the way, airing tonight on WMMR on the radio. Please welcome Mr. Jim Jackson. Play-by-play man extraordinaire. Good morning, JJ. Morning. How are you guys? We're awesome. How you doing, man? Doing great. Getting ready for the game. And now that I know it's Bruce's birthday, it's guaranteed win, right? <laughs> oh, guaranteed win. Win. I'd like to think of it like that. Happy birthday, Marissa. Thank you, JJ. I would love a win across the board because we need them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got a busy sports night for sure. They're all going to win for you. Hey, Thank Jim, you. I got a question for you. In your expert opinion, what is more of a loss in tonight's game? Is it Gallagher not playing for the Canadians or, or Miskinen not playing for the Flyers? That's a great question because they are both key members of their respective teams. I, I think uh, Niskanen's, uh, obviously, there's no doubt he's a huge loss, especially. He's been such a great influence on Ivan Provorov. So, but but Gallagher is the guy. He's kind of like the motor of their engine, uh, motor of their entire automobile. He's, he's he's basically the guy. Although he didn't didn't score until the last game, he let the entire NHL in playoff shots gets in the face of the other goalie. He just kind of stirs the pot. Uh, he's kind of the, the Travis Konechny of their team. Um, so I, I would say maybe a slight uh, advantage to, to the Flyers in terms of. Maybe not losing as much, but Niskanen is still a huge loss, and it, it will shuffle the pairs probably, the defense pairs. So both are big losses for completely different reasons, but they're both big losses for their teams. I'll say this. It's great for hockey, you know, and, and uh, the game, game five got chippy. It was fun. It was uh, really entertaining. I actually thought game three, which the Flyers won, was kind of boring as that one nothing game. Um, but uh, game five was back and forth, and the teams are now hating each other. I, I kind of got into it with some Montreal fans over Twitter over the last couple of days because I was making fun of Gallagher, and uh, it sucks that the kid has a broken jaw. I mean, you know, nobody wishes ill on anybody else, of course, but it's fun to root against the team, and it's fun for the other team to have a villain. So uh, to see him play the way that he played in Game 5, um, you know, it should spur the, the Flyers on to, to come back at them again tonight. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of motivation here. There's no doubt about that. It did take this series a little uh, longer than most to, to build up that animosity. I think it was just because uh, teams are playing so well defensively, uh, really both of them through the first uh, three or four games, although the Flyers weren't, weren't so good in, in Game 2. But um, really, uh, you had that animosity, but now you're to the point where you can't be taking dumb penalties either. So you have to walk that tightrope. It's, it's 3-2. The Flyers want nothing to do with Game 7. So this is a, a real important game, and obviously it's survival for the Canadians. So while you want to want to get after it, you want to you want to throw those big hits, you want to push after the whistle, you want to maybe take a punch to the face, you know, give a punch to the face, do whatever you have to do in those scrums, in those kerfuffles. 
Oh, those yes. curveballs. There it is. Yeah, you, you, have to, you have to somehow maintain your composure because you can't take a bad penalty at a bad time. Yeah, I was surprised to see, you know, there was a game misconduct and, and all that that took place in Game 5. And I was, I was thinking the same thing I was watching, Jim. I'm like, this. listen, playoff hockey's hard and intense, but you, you can't be doing blatant things or you end up getting a game suspension and stuff like that. For sure. I mean, Sean Couturier delivered a hit at the end of the game or almost 17 seconds to go. If if he gets suspended there, we were talking about what Gallagher and Niskanen mean to their teams. I mean, Sean Couturier is probably outside of Carter Hart, the most important flyer right now. And if they had lost him for game six or game seven, it uh, would have been devastating. So, yeah, you, you really have to be careful. You know, it's an emotional game, especially when you get into seeing a team over and over again in a series like this. But you have to somehow control those, but still play with passion. Still still play physically. Still do what you have to do to win. There was that moment in Game 5 where uh, Vigneault was about to pull um, Carter Hart, and yeah. uh, then they had to they reviewed the goal. It turned out not to be a goal. Um, but I was so impressed with Vigneault's decision to bring Carter Hart over to the bench to say a couple of words to him. It, it looked like uh, you know a father talking to a son or this fatherly figure speaking to a kid that maybe had been rattled a little bit. You know, Carter Hart's only 22 years old in the playoffs uh, for the first time, and, and so it, it it was really cool to see AV um, change his mind and, and, and send him back out there. Yeah. I mean, he said he looked into his eyes and saw that he was fine, almost like a manager going out to see if he's going to take a picture out, right? And he, he looks into his eyes to see if he really has that conviction, if he's still still with it, if he doesn't have deer and headlights look, anything like that. I, you're not going to get a deer and headlights look very often from Carter Hardy. He's, he's extremely calm. I'm, I'm not sure he can get rattled. If he gives up a goal, you know, he, he gives up a bad goal, it happens. He's human. But I don't see him as someone who would come apart getting rattled. At least we haven't seen that side of him through his uh, almost two years here. So, uh, yeah, hey, Elaine Vigneault has impressed me in so many ways. He's he's very uh, – we've talked about this before. He's so prepared. He doesn't leave any stone unturned in terms of preparation for a game. He's willing to take chances in terms of changes within games. He's willing to take star players, the captain of the team, even and demote him in a line or James Van Riemsdyk, not even play him. He's willing to do that, and there's a lot of coaches who, who probably would not have the 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 uh, you know what to, uh, to to sit James Van Rien's like the balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess on this station I can say it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, it's uh, basically he's 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 checked all the boxes, Olivino, in terms of being a great head coach. He he really, I think, is the biggest reason why this team has made the strides it's, it's made this year. He's just done an outstanding job. Hey Jim, where are you guys when you're calling the game? We are at the Wells Fargo Center in our usual booth. Or I'm in our usual booth. Bill Clement is in the booth next to me, socially distanced, with glass between us. And Taryn Hatcher is down the road, up up down the down the way, still in press row, socially distanced. So we're all at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, the truck is downstairs, and we wide we call it off of monitors. And what's that like for you? How is it easier? Or I mean, it's uh, I mean, you get used to it. They've done a tremendous job, but NBC Sports will be giving us whatever they we have the monitor, huge monitor with the the feed that we basically call the game off of. But there's also an all twelve, they call all twelve monitor, which shows the entire rink. Although it's a little too high to call the game okay. off of it, it gives us an idea of if there's a penalty coming up, maybe or if the goalies going to the bench. It does give us some advantages. There's another ISO monitor that gives us different things. So we have a lot of monitors and, um, you know, we have our usual stage manager, Bud Finn's up there with us helping us out. And, you know, we're doing the best we can. It's not optimal. Let's face it. I can't see the referees, so you don't know if a penalty's upcoming half the time. Oh. You know, there's things you can't see because they're just not within camera range, but we do our best with it. And, uh, 
try to make it as normal as possible for the viewer. Jim, did they build you guys a little mini rink last week? Was there something no, on where the ice would be? <laughs> the mini rink uh, down on the floor of the Wells Fargo Center. Um, I, I really don't know what that's for. We were maybe guessing <laughs> a commercial was shot or something. Uh, it's because it's really a mini rink. I mean, we're not even talking. This this is probably you know, I don't know, ten to fifteen feet long. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's not one that's a, that you see. I don't know what it's for. We don't. None of us do. We're all. Hey, what's that for down there? Oh, so. all right. It just looks <laughs> festive. They don't tell you anything, do they, Jim? <laughs> yeah, just to get us into the uh, the hockey feel, I suppose. Yeah. Everything else about the building, I mean, it's pretty much shut down. I mean, there's cement, right? There's no right, right. Yeah, it's it, it's. It's got to be such a weird thing. I have to ask you the question. Prior to this, when obviously everything was a lot more up in the air and we didn't know what was going on, we were talking to you and like, well, how do you think this is going to be? How, how do you think this is going to play out? What's been the, the, the biggest surprise now that you're into it, going along with all this stuff with how everything is progressing? I would say just the fact that the fans seem just as pumped as normal, even though they can't be involved directly, right? They're not getting to go to games. So, right. Uh, to me, I thought that would would probably at least mute the enthusiasm a little bit. But, boy, I mean, I, everywhere I go, people are, are pumped up about the Flyers. They feel they have a real shot at winning the Cup, and there's just that, that excitement. Um, that's about I, – I would say I'm impressed with that. I mean, I, sh- I should have expected it given this town. This town is such a crazy sports town. They just love their sports. Plus, we, we all needed this, right? We needed some kind of diversion that's been – four or five, six months now of so much bad news. And uh, sports have given us that, that little bit of uh, outlet, uh, you know, sometimes lately with the Phillies and Sixers, maybe not quite the outlet we want, but, but uh, you know, when a team wins, they're going to they're gonna jump on top of us and then ride, ride the run, and that's what the, the fans are doing, and it's a lot of fun to, to be part of. JJ, do you Even make it? Any... I'm sorry, what did you say? Even remotely, it's fun to be part of. Do you make anything of the uh, the head bop uh, by Suzuki after the one goal? And I think there was another time where they bopped uh, yeah, yeah, on the head. Yeah, I brought it up on the air. I thought that uh, a response was required. Now, that happens fast. Not every player out there is going to see it. Carter didn't react at all. So, you know, if Carter had snapped or, again, that's not really part of his uh, makeup, but if he had, uh, you know, once he tapped him on the head and gone after him, then I'm sure all of his teammates would have gone to his defense not even knowing what he was upset about, but that's just the way hockey is. But, the, you know, there was no reaction from Carter. So I don't know if even many of the players saw it. They've seen it now, for sure, yeah. with all the coverage it's gotten. So it'll be interesting to see if Suzuki has to take, uh, you know, some some retaliation. Time. But, again, you, you retaliate, but you can't do it to take a penalty. So it'll, it'll be measured unless maybe the game is out of hand, and then who knows what happens. But, uh, I, you know, he, to his credit, Suzuki in his, his postgame, uh, press conference said that uh, it was not not something he should have done. It was a reaction, and you could tell he, he really uh, whether his coach had told him he shouldn't do it or whether he uh, actually figured it out. He basically said I shouldn't have done it. So uh, given given that he's shown shown remorse, I'm not sure it, it should be that big a deal. But sometimes well, in the playoffs, they don't hear the remorse. Right? Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. we should show some remorse for him. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, we'll see how that remorse shown tonight <laughs> yeah I, I love it when little things like that happen that can uh, take on a whole new yeah. life it, it adds to the entertainment it really makes it a fun rivalry it, it's fun to have a villain you know every good comic has a, has a really good villain attached to it and right now these guys are the villains and it's fun to root against them yep yeah Gallagher would have been and, and is a villain that uh he'll constantly be involved Suzuki's just this kid who's playing really great hockey he's not a, he's not into the, the rough stuff at all but uh he's, he's now got himself uh He's a target to some degree. <laughs>
Uh, so for tonight, who's um, who's getting who's getting the playing time? Who's getting scratched? Do you know? Yeah, this is the thing about the bubble, as they call it in Toronto. We know nothing. Hmm. We get no information, and Elaine Vigneault has been very cagey with this. The rules are that he can't say why a player isn't playing. All you can say is he's unfit to play. That's because of the, the HIPAA, COVID, all that stuff. So I understand that, but he's now taken to it that he can't say anything about players that are in or out of the lineup, which is not really what the rules are about, but he's, he's taken it to that. So we never have any idea until they come out for their skate. And even then, since we're into our pregame show, I can't see the pregame skate because we're, we're showing ISO cameras for, for on ice live and for all that they're doing with the pregame show. I can see it from the all 12, but they're just so small. You can't, you can barely read the numbers. So, uh, it's, it's, it's been, we're, we're struggling trying to get the lines from stats. The people who are working the games for the national networks, we're, we're scrambling to always see who's in. I would assume Shane Gossespierre will get back into the lineup with Niskanen out. I'm assuming that, but you know, Mark Friedman is another possibility because he's a right-handed shot and you could keep it with the lefty-righty combinations back there. I know only Vino likes that. Uh, up front, he could make changes. Nick Obey-Cubell, we believe, is injured because he blocked that shot. He could be ready to come back in, um, and maybe JVR gets back in. I mean, when you lose in the playoffs, usually there are changes. So one is forced by the Niskanen suspension. There may be others up front. We shall see. Well, what is the specificity of the of the like the HIPAA rules as far as, say, if a player does come down with something, you wouldn't be able to say such and such player has COVID. Would you be within your uh, rights to say, boy, I bet he has COVID? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but but I'll, I will say this in all seriousness, uh, and baseball has at least gotten to the point where they'll, they'll if the player gives them the approval, uh, they'll say, if you remember the, the Phillies at the beginning of their, uh, their summer camp had a whole bunch of players not there. Yeah. And for a day or two, they didn't tell anybody. Then Matt Contact came out, did a press conference, and they basically – got the permission of the players, and they explained everything. One of them was a false test or whatever. Another one was just some kind of confusion with the test. Aaron Nola was just that he may have come in contact with someone. And I think the players would want that out there, that they don't have the, the, the virus or that, you know, it's just uh, some contact tracing that's going on. But in the, now they're in the bubble up there. So basically, if they test positive, and there has not been a single positive test in the NHL throughout this whole thing. It's amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, if they're not playing you're now, you're assuming it's an injury because it's been clean so far as far as the, the COVID. But I, in the beginning, by not saying anything, when the players were just reporting to training camp and everybody was they were saying unfit to play, unfit to play, I think it led to more speculation, right? Yeah. So I think everyone assumed these guys aren't dressing. It must be because of COVID, as you said. And so sometimes I think this whole secrecy thing is probably more harmful than it is helpful. But now that they're in the bubble, you pretty much figure there's an injury if they're not playing. Uh, Jim, you're calling the game tonight on NBC. Is that where it's uh, it's airing on reg- the yeah, regular NBC, NBC network? Yeah, yeah, NBC 10. NBC 10. This is, I, I can't even remember the last time we did a local broadcast on NBC 10. Of course, the national broadcasts are on there um, during the playoffs and, and the weekends. But this is uh, our, our production on NBC 10 and then the uh, Sixers and Phillies are on the NBC Sports Philly entries, and they've got a big pregame show on NBC Sports Philly with all covering all three teams starting, I believe, at 5. Uh, so it's going to be a wild sports night. For yeah, sure. and on uh, radio Mark here. Mark going to be right in the booth next to me. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Calling the, uh, oh, yeah. the Sixers game. So we literally, and I, I at one point said to Zoo, we had one of these earlier, and I said, you know, at some point 
you know, these games are going on at the same time. You should you should yeah. climb over, and as I say, Giroux on a two on one, Giroux and shoots him. He should say yes. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. I, I need to do it. I love looking. He puts the shot up. He scores. <laughs> <laughs> I love looking, and you can tell by the banners that are hanging behind you guys that you're literally just feet away from mm-hmm. it. Anyone who's looked up in the rafters and you see all those, you know where these guys are exactly. It's just like a little bit of realness. It's been it's been interesting. That's I mean I've never been able to sit next to Zoo as he calls the game and <laughs> stay with him with me. So it's been fun that way. And then Allah's on the other side of Zoo. Bill's on the left side of me. And then who's down from there is Tim Saunders. Yeah. The game. <laughs> and that'll be on MMR tonight. So yeah. So I mean we're all up there, and you, it's it's kind of funny. At one point, I just uh, took my headset off and listened while both games were going on, and we were actually in a break. And it was just so funny. All you could hear was announcers calling the game. <laughs> yeah. No crowd noise. Yeah, that's funny. Wow. All right. Well, listen, uh, JJ. It's good to talk to you, and uh, you know, we'll hopefully wrap this baby this uh, this round up tonight, man. Yeah, this is our final broadcast either way because uh, NBC the the Nationals take over for uh, Game Seven, and then obviously moving on the playoffs. So this is it for us. This is our last broadcast. So it's uh, it's it's one of those bittersweet things because I'm so pumped for the team, but then we get kind of shut down so it's it's tough it's just kind of like you get an injury for a player and you watch your team go on but you don't you know participate but uh we will give it our best tonight and see uh, they do need to wrap it up they don't want anything to do with the game seven Terry mm-hmm. price can steal a game at any point and you just don't want to put your whole stanley cup playoff hopes uh, into to that battle. we have every confidence because it's marissa's birthday that's right yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. Marissa's birthday they will not let her down and say <laughs> kerfuffle if you can tonight yeah <laughs> It's bound to be a kerfuffle or two. I'm sure. All right, thank you. J.J. Jim Jackson, guys. And the Flyers tonight, game number six in the series. So let's see if they can uh, can win it. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, Speaking of sweet, uh, our our food allotment today uh, for Marissa's birthday, the breakfast on Blanc. I've I've eaten more today. (laughs) I know. Than maybe I ever have when we have food. We've had so many different restaurants. And with the, the one that Eddie was uh, promoting, the, the malt house, I had to have s- sample some of that. Did, did you did you eat the whole? I mean, No, yeah. I just had like a bite of it. Dude, I'm stuffed, man. It's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable amount of food. Uh, Sabrina's and Circles and Squares. And Elsie's. Elsie's. And then the, the, the malt house. Oh, my God. So, you know what? We, it's okay to start remembering, you know, maybe people have forgotten over the past few months how many great restaurants we have oh around in this area. Yeah. And get back out. And, if you, you know, wait, September 8th is the date a lot of the opening is going to be taking place. But until then, take out. Get these uh, get these people back up and running and working and and there's that's very exciting. Yeah, there was a big push at the very beginning of the shutdown to uh, to support your local restaurants and wineries and breweries. Um, and don't forget that. Just yeah. keep going out. Yeah, they're right. all, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of places doing takeout. <laughs> sit outside. Uh, some of them are you know pull TVs outside now so you can watch the games. Um, it's a great night for that. Or just take out to. to Bring it home. So Elsie's, by the way, on uh, line is pick, uh, peacelovepickles.com, and they're on uh, Whitehorse Pike, 803 Whitehorse Pike in Haddon Township. And you guys and, know, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're hours. I mean, this is funny. I've never seen a store like this. It, it says they're open Thursday through Saturday. Okay, so that's not very long. Thursday yeah. through Saturday, uh, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. or until they sell out. So I guess selling out is something that is a very real possibility for them. And I'm not a fan of pickles, and they made a sandwich just for me with just cucumbers. Which yeah. Is, that was so nice oh. of them. It was really sweet. So I pr- thank you to those guys. I, that was kind. Yeah, everybody who's uh, like the, the Sabrina's. Oh, my God, the amount of food they sent over to us. I've seen other members of the uh, the staff make their way in Good. And, and try to help us out. Uh, so we're, we're definitely going to need that. And, uh, by the way, Sabrina's. 
want to mention uh, they are uh, serving breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, and uh, they have generous portions, as you can imagine, which you can imagine, <laughs> uh, that are available as for you can all your catering needs, providing uh, delivery and pickup services on all orders, big or small, making ordering, planning uh, simple for all. And so you can go to sabrinascafe.com. So. Yeah, uh, we have a, we have a lot to take care of. So I want to go ahead and take a break. Come back in a second. We have some bizarre file stories, and we have an announcement. I think we're going to make in a little bit or ten. Ten, uh, yep, is when we have that coming up. So we'll return in just a moment. Don't forget our word of the week prize. We are giving that away today too. Stay put. We'll be back in a few. Hey, gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. If you want blood, you got it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the day of the I Bleed for Preston and Steve blood drive. And we are at various locations. It's already begun. Normally, this is on the weekend, and we're there from the very start, but a little bit different this year, as you understand. So we are now headed to another location. I think we're headed to the Fillmore. Mr. Jackie Bambi yeah. is there as we speak. Jackie. <laughs> and of course, we said a vampire to the blood drive. So you had me at the word blood, Presto. Yeah, and man. And, uh, it, I love this over here, but it's a collection, not a sampling party, they told me. So they told me stay away from the blood. But uh, yeah, this is great over here at the Fillmore. And uh, you're going to be over here later, is it? Or We're going to have, uh, I believe, uh, Marissa and Casey are going to be there. I'm going to head to Oaks along with Nick, and then Steve is head to the FOP Lodge number 5 in the Northeast. So we're all going to spread out a little bit as this this little uh, event carries on through the day. Yeah, three locations. We're going seven to seven, and what? We're uh, two and a half hours into it, so we're just getting started here. And we're on that, like you said, the Fillmore. You could just walk right in, of course. Uh, all your rules, your do's, your don'ts, your regulations at WMMR.com. But uh, Elaine is with me, and she says hello, the communications blood director nice. for the Red Cross. And she says you can just walk right in here. But, again, they check you out. And uh, I saw a lot of your listeners saying hello. And, by the way, I love this uh, the Beatles setup press. It had to be you on your brand-new T-shirts that everyone's getting today. Oh, uh, yes. So, like the, yeah, John, Paul, George, John and Paul and George and Ringo, our says Preston and Steve and rock and roll. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not like uh, Ringo's drum kit on the uh, kick drum, but it's, no. it's that logo. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. If hey. you wear this today, it's orange. That means the Flyers are going to win tonight. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Hey, and Jackie, I want to, I want to say thanks to you for going out there. I know that you've been, uh, you've been quite, uh, you, you've been making sure you've been following the guidelines of, uh, of uh, you know, preparations for uh, making sure that everything is nice and sterile for COVID-19. So you stepping out uh, is a very big thing. So we thank you for doing that. 
No, thank you so much. And I, I thank you guys for getting our community together at these three locations. Like, this might have not went down with the pandemic. So uh, thank you on behalf of everybody here that's hailing you. Uh, they look like they're in coughing, so laying down. And, <laughs> and the scene over there looks like, hey, hey uh, per, uh Steve, the uh, the blood thing over there looks like an old cash register. You got to see this. Yeah. Uh, 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 the, the stuff they I, managed to put together. Yeah, Jackie, the, the, what the Red Cross does, and they can go into any location and set up collection right. sites like this. It's just amazing. It's like a mobile Rolling Stones unit. They just pull the truck <laughs> off. These old registers come out. The tubes go out. There's a guy laying down. You'd think he's dead, but he's not. He's giving blood. Well, you know the Red Cross <laughs> slogan, which is, when tragedy strikes, we're there with old cash registers. <laughs> Jackie, I know how yeah, much you, you. you miss going out to events, and, and you're so good at them. You bring the same amount of energy to it to a cell phone store that you do to a concert, to a blood drive. And, and so I know that this year has been hard for you not to be able to get out and do as many things as you love to do. So it's just, I'm sure on some levels, it's, it's fun for you to get out and do something like this again. That's what I mean. I'm around people, and I want to hug them, and I can't. Yeah. And I even bought – I called Casey Boy last night. I'm like, Case, can I wear a mummer's suit? And of course, he didn't pick up the phone because it was after midnight. But uh, <laughs> I'm wearing my mummer's suit. But, uh, well, you, you, you're, you're definitely done up regardless. We see yep. the hat. Everything's working. So you're going you're gonna to hang out for a little bit, Jack, say hi to the people, and then you got to work tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, but we got, like I said, you're going to come down here, you're going to donate blood, you're going to get this free shirt, and the shirt is going to bring our flyers a win. That's all I'm talking about. It's orange and black, it's all about. So come on down, I'll hang out for a little bit longer. And nice. You can't miss me. Big hey. nose, mummer's hat. <laughs> hey, anything coming up on you call it Friday night tonight? Or no, the flyers are playing well, tonight. It's right. going to be a big word for me. Let me say this. It's abbreviated, like Iron Maiden. It's abbreviated. So like I Iron Maiden. In, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be it'll be a victory party, and then I'll join in. And, All right. You know, we'll play uh, Captain Antonio and give Bill uh, <laughs> give a heart attack. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we love so. you, Jackie. Thanks for checking in, man. I love you guys. Thank you. All right, Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. I bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Yes, which is indeed happening. So I'm, we're looking at uh, photos which we have posted on the um, MMR Instagram page. Man, it looks awesome there. I want to be at the Fillmore. It's the actual event floor. Yeah. And you yeah. can see the chandeliers and all the curtains and things in the background. Yeah, I spend, like, every time I'm at a concert at the Fillmore, I just stare up at the chandeliers and all the artwork. So now that's what you get to look at while you're giving blood. It's wow. a great venue. Such a great venue. It's a really cool spot. So, all right, Oaks, uh, the uh, convention center is uh, where we'll be later on today. And also the uh, Lodge Number 5, FOP Lodge Number 5. Uh, so hopefully we'll be seeing you there. And some walk-ups available, I think, at the Fillmore, they were saying. So, um, you know, just keep in mind, you, you you may be eligible, you may be not if you're going to be walking up, but you can check through uh, redcrossblood.org to find out. Quick side note, MMR's Instagram page is at 49,000.9,000 uh, followers. So uh, I think by the end of the show, we can get it up to 50,000. Okay, uh, I think so, so. If you haven't followed MMR, it's just 933WMMR on Instagram. And by the way, yesterday was National Radio Day. We didn't really spend yeah. much time talking about it. It was 100 the 100-year anniversary of commercial radio uh, being instituted. And uh, pretty cool, man, that uh, that MMR has been around as long as it has. Yeah. You know? A substantial portion more of that. Than, more than half of it. Yeah. MMR was part of it. You know, there were, there were I listened growing up to the sister station NEW New York. And, and uh, the fact that MMR passed that and just keeps on going and to be working here is a major honor. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Bizarre File Stories, let's go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And this morning it is brought to you by HERS. Pick up specially marked bags of HERS today for a chance to win $10,000 and take your summer to the next level. Full rules and details at summer.hers.com. HERS forever. Good. Here's a story out of Washington State. An investigation is underway after deputies say a small plane was stolen and then crashed, critically injuring the suspect who was pulled from the wreckage nearly 12 hours later by a Navy rescue team. I can't fly a plane. And ah. flown to Harborview Medical Center. Deputies say that they received a report of a suspicious person trying to rent a plane at Jefferson County International Airport to fly to Astoria, Oregon. However... The person couldn't show a pilot's license or insurance after being asked. Investigators say the suspect, identified as 59-year-old Richard Jordal, was then referred to Tailspin Tommy's, another plane uh, rental business at the same airport. Uh, Natalia Yasharina, who is uh, the co-owner of Tailspin Tommy's, said, When I found out that he took a plane and I saw him in the video camera, it was like an elevator going down. Uh, Yesharina said that she spoke with Jordal for nearly an hour on Tuesday, but ultimately did not authorize rental, given that he didn't have the proper documents. Why are we getting bogged down in paperwork? Uh, there's no pilot's license registered to Jordal's name either in the FAA database. Surveillance video showed him later entering Tailspin Tommy's office for deputies to believe he stole a Cessna's keys. Uh, Yesharina said that Jordal fueled up for taking off and described watching the plane's erratic flying with her husband on the radar. Uh, she said altitude would change dramatically from 5,000 feet to 2,000, up and down, and then doing loops and doing twirls. Deputy said the plane's GPS showed that it was flying over the National Park, and the GPS transmissions quit about 20 miles north. Investigators said at about 10.30 p.m., a person reported a possible plane crash. When investigators arrived, they attempted to search the area but couldn't find the crash in the heavily forested area. And then they called in the Navy, and they went and searched and located the guy. I guess he felt he could just do it. He could well, just wing it. He did flight simulator, yeah. so he uh, he got it down. Uh, the University of Fine Arts in Hamburg, Germany, is offering an idleness grant to three people who engage in a specific form of active inactivity. Each grant is $900, and the school says the applicants are free to choose their own form of idleness, uh, which is an activity to abstain from. And a panel of school officials will choose the three best pitches. The organizers say the participants who submit their reports will be paid regardless of what their attempt at inactivity was, it, whether or not it was successful. Huh? Ultimately, the reports from the participants will be used in an exhibition planned for November called Inconsequentiality Towards a Better Life, which explores the question, what can I refrain from so that my life has fewer negative consequences on the lives of others? It's essentially doing nothing. And getting paid for it. getting paid for it. That's perfect. Yeah. I love it. Isn't that what radio is, basically? It's uh, almost, yeah. <laughs> almost. Uh, venomous rattlesnakes are prone to showing up in unexpected places with one big exception. They are not known for climbing trees. Well, guess what? 2020 just got worse. A growing number of Facebook posts this summer show rattlesnakes not only climb trees when the mood strikes them, but they're also good at it. Among the earliest of the posts was on July 4th when Jerome Prez of New Mexico shared a video of a nearly six-foot rattlesnake in the top of a mesquite tree east of San Antonio. Uh, Perez said that he was hiking with his 11-year-old son Joshua and girlfriend Gabby when she noticed something odd in a tree 100 feet away. 
His video of the sight of the rattlesnake in a tree has been viewed 177,000 times on Facebook. And then on August 12th, the Bureau of Land Management, Arizona, shared a similar photo on Facebook showing a diamondback rattlesnake in a tree at San Pedro Riparian National Conservation Area. The post noted rattlesnakes are really observed or rarely observed in trees. Uh, the photo was taken August 6th at the height of, quote, snake season. So, That's great news. Isn't that great news? <laughs> They're climbing trees. Pretty soon they'll be driving. So yeah. For all we know. And, uh, the, you know, trading the driving back and forth with the murder hornets. Uh, here's another animal story. It's been a painfully hot August in central Texas. Tex- uh, temperatures have hit 100 degrees for 18 days in a row. Uh, but if it's any consolation, it's not just humans that are struggling in the blistering heat. Squirrels have been laying down flat on their stomachs with their legs stretched out behind them and in front of them. Apparently, this slows them to a complete stop in the soaring temperatures. And though these small mammals might look like they're in stealth mode, it turns off, turns out they're trying to cool off. And Steve, it's called splooting. Splooting. Yes, squirrels have been splooting. All over Texas. Oh, yeah. And uh, an expert said it's... Super- <laughs> You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. He's going to sploot. Oh, yeah. I'm going to sploot. I'm going to sploot. An expert said it's super hot, and those oh, yeah. squirrels are basically just trying to cool themselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, they are basically getting as much of their body... <laughs> as much of their body on a cool surface if they can. Oh, yeah. Uh, if it's cooler than the air outside, they're going to put their body on it, and it's going to cool their temperature. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, <laughs> there are steps that humans can take to help oh, yeah. help the little guys out, but you need to be careful because squirrels can bite. Oh, yeah. Uh, they suggested humans give wildlife their space to watch from a distance, but you can give them water. I'll just um, sploot over here. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> people can leave shallow plate-like dishes with cool water placed near where squirrels lay down or near the base of trees. Looks like a rocket chase squirrel. Yeah, and during uh, cooler weather in the winter, squirrels will adopt that same splooting plo- oh, pose yeah. uh, to warm up as well. But I've never seen a splooting, sp- a splooting squirrel in person before, just pictures. All right, and then one last story, and then we will wrap things up. Let's end with this one. Uh, in South Carolina, deputies in York County have an unusual mystery on their hands. They are working to find a crook who drove into an orchard and took off with thousands of peaches. Uh, this happened at a popular orchard. The owner said that there are tracks and indications that someone just pulled up and went to town picking all they could. It may sound a little strange, but for the orchard owner, it was a serious, it's serious business. Wow. Uh, thousands but, of peaches? Peaches for free. <laughs> peaches for free? Black's <laughs> Peaches has been in New York County for almost 100 years. Arthur Black runs it and the orchard, uh, runs it and the orchard nearby, and he says that um, uh, he stays there for one big reason. He said the people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he loves peaches. Uh, he said, that's hard to say when someone comes and steals some peaches from you. Said they called me up about five minutes after 7 p.m. And they said, there's no peaches up there. And I said, what? (laughs) The hell you say? The hell you say? York County deputy said the orchard was the the victim of a big theft. Somebody apparently really wanted the fruit and a lot of it. He said somebody had picked picked them. Tracks had gone up there and going out the orchard. Minimum, they got 150 baskets of peaches. God. So we're talking around 3,000 peaches worth around $1,500. Uh, Black's not happy, and neither are his customers. Many want to know who pulled off the theft and why they did it. But for Black, what the f- is this? He just doesn't want it to happen again. Uh, but uh, deputies said they're going to keep a closer eye on the orchard and uh, 
try to keep people out that sure there. yeah but that's uh you don't think you get some of those splooging monkeys uh there's splugers right or splooters splooges splooging squirrels squirrels splooging splooting squirrels splooting squirrels right and then lay them around and squirrel splood it yeah splooging monkeys squirrels is different and that is what i have in music news and or i mean in uh bizarre Pal. music news is coming up but it is 10 a.m. and that means that we can make this announcement now all right and uh, this is pretty damn cool. It is another live-in drive-in at Citizens Bank parking lot. It will be Saturday, August 29th. And we, the Preston and Steve Show, present Jim Gaffigan. Yes, Jim Gaffigan is going to be doing a live-in drive-in at Citizens Bank Park. And it's Saturday, August 29th. So it is a week from tomorrow. Tickets are on sale now. They're going on sale right now through phillies.com slash drive-in. Each car purchased one ticket, and it's good for a maximum of four people per car. So keep that in mind when you're doing the math of the ticket price because it's going to be like sticker shock to you. But keep in mind, it's for four people. Yeah. There's All also, right? there's also you know, follow the rules that they're telling you, but there's certainly there are latitudes that are afforded you. Right now, if you're going to get a ticket and think about getting a ticket, Make sure you get a vehicle that can really make it a fun night. As we said before, Preston, like a pickup truck or a convertible. Or a Jeep. Or yeah. a Jeep or something that allows you to kind of just have your your seat ready to go and get comfortable. This means that uh, Gaffigan will have done some really interesting shows in Philly. He performed for the Pope yep. here a few years ago, yeah. and now he's doing the ball. At board. Helium. He didn't. It was not at, the, it was not at Helium. No, it was, show. it was downtown. Where are you from? Vatican City. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if you want uh, information on more of the shows, a list of guidelines, and uh, Marissa's five tips for attending the drive-in shows, because mm-hmm. she's a veteran, she's been, you can go to WMMR.com. But tickets are on sale now. Jim Gaffigan, a week from tomorrow, live and drive-in at Citizens Bank Park parking lot, and we, the Preston and Steve Show, present this show to you. Very happy about that. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to uh, the lesson question, trash, and music news. And don't forget, Word of the Week prize is going to be given away before we're done today, too. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, today's lesson question, we have a digital download of Batwoman, the complete first season to give away, our final one. And the question this morning is, I don't know if you knew this, it's Alicia Witt's birthday today, too, along with Marissa. And she used to play drums for what band? 215-263-WMMR. You had to have been listening when we did the birthdays, which is like around 6.30, 6.40 this morning. Uh, so which band did Alicia Witt, not really, play drums for? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. If you know the answer, you might win the prize. If you're the right one to get through, we're going to do the trash while you're doing that. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Uh, summer is still on in full force at Rita's, and you can head to Rita's for all your favorite delicious frozen treats. It's the summer of yum at Rita's. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie are officially, officially broken up for good, and Disick is blaming the 16-year age difference between the two. Disick says he's missed having dinner with a woman who didn't always order chicken nuggets and chocolate milk. <laughs> hey! 
Production on the reality series Temptation Island has been temporarily postponed over COVID fears. However, producers on the series say the Temptation Island cast faces little risk because their systems are already filled up with venereal diseases. Oh, oh my God. And finally, the estate of Michael Jackson ordering Funko to stop producing pop dolls of Jackson because their business deal expired in 2013. Funko says they'll just rebrand the product line as life-size dolls of Kevin Hart. No. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we shall see if we can find a winner here. Looking to see what band Alicia Witt, fellow uh, birthday girl of Marissa Magnata, played for. 215-263-WMMR. And uh, let's go to the phones. And we will have Mike as the guy who gives it a shot. Mike, you are on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, Mike, what band did Alicia Witt play drums for? Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister. You got it, Mike. Hang on a second. We're going to set you up with a digital download of Batwoman, the complete first season after Batwoman disappears. Gotham is in chaos and in need of a new savior. Enter Kate Kane, a dangerous and outspoken woman who must provide hope to the city as Batwoman. You can owe it now, own it now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. Let's get to music. now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Music News brought to you by God Shoals. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. The hometown favorite. God Shoals, real wood-smoky turkey bacon. Smoked turkey bacon. Wood-smoked turkey bacon. I did like that, though. Smoky, smoky turkey turkey bacon. <laughs> Uh, from their family of owners to yours, available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. The Killers recently launched an investigation into an allegation of sexual assault of a woman by the band's road crew backstage at a, uh, backstage at a show in 2009. Uh, the story was posted by a female sound engineer. And while a lawyer for The Killers said their investigation found no corroboration, the band decided to take matters into their own hands moving forward. They hired an outside HR company. Uh, drummer Ronnie Venucci told USA Today, uh, is there something to make people uh, feel that they've got someone to tell uh, someone to tell or someplace to go if there was some weirdness in the workplace? Well, there is no such animal. Yes, there's the cops and there's management, and that should be enough. But I like the idea of setting up an independent HR-type situation. It's important for people to feel safe and heard and valued, so if that's what it has to come to, that's what we'll do. That's an interesting approach. I'd never heard of a band hiring an HR department. Somebody who has who's running HR. That's a great idea. He added that the allegations of the assault were a complete surprise. Uh, during the USA Today interview, Venucci also made note of the fact that the band will reunite with guitarist David Kooning in the studio this month. He had left the Killers in 2017 for a solo career. Uh, their new album, uh, the first without him, Imploding the Mirage, is being released today, by the way. Metallica has opened up about frontman James Hetfield's re-entering an alcohol addiction treatment program last September. Robert Trujillo told the UK Metal Hammer magazine, uh, we didn't really see it coming. James seemed like he was fine. But then you look back and you try to analyze the situation over time and see that there were red flags. Uh, he said being on the road can be very challenging. And I would imagine for James to get up there in front of all those people and have to be on... Uh, meanwhile, your family's not with you and all these things going on. It builds up. Kirk Hammett added, whenever something happens to a band member like this, it is so deeply unsettling. It comes as a shock. Uh, you have to do a bit of scrambling just to cover some ground. 
In other Metallica news, the band shared a version of For Whom the Bell Tolls yesterday uh, from their upcoming SNM2 Symphony and Metallica concert film, which is due out on August 28th. Information about the new Deftones album was being shared on Apple Music, including the track list, artwork, and a single teaser. The project called Ohms features 10 songs and will be released on September 25th. NME reports that the album's title track will be released uh, today. Ohms is the Deftones' ninth studio album. Also set for release, but not until October 16th, is the long-awaited Tom Petty box set, Wildflowers and All the Rest. Uh, according to the press release for the set, Tom's vision of the project is becoming a reality due to the commitment of his loving family, bandmates, and collaborators who've helped unearth many previously unheard gems. The com- the compilation was curated by Tom's daughters, uh, Adra, Adria and Anakin Petty, and his wife, Dana Petty, who call it many, many hours of pure sonic joy. Assisting the family were heartbreakers Mike Campbell and Ben Montench, with the project produced by Petty's longtime engineer, co-producer Ryan Uliate, uh, I guess is how you say his last name. Uh, the Wild Wildflowers and all the rest deluxe edition features 15 home studio recordings made by Petty and is rounded off with 14 live performances of songs from Wildflowers uh, recorded on various tours from 1995 to 2017, along with 16 studio recordings of alternate takes of Wildflowers songs. And that's Petty's uh, feature tomorrow night for the concert. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so it's seven o'clock, and uh, I listened to a few of them. I haven't listened to all of them, but man, they've, they've been really good. Sarah's done an awesome job. I'm not sure who else is involved in the programming of it, but uh, they sound awesome. They're a lot of fun. So if you're a Petty fan, tune in tomorrow night starting at seven. Cool. And then one last thing: Queen and Adam Lambert will release their first live album on October second. Live around the world will be issued as a CD, CD, DVD, CD, Blu-ray, and on vinyl formats. Uh, The DVD and Blu-ray versions feature extra performance footage, which includes Roger Taylor's drum battle with his drummer's son, Rufus Taylor, and Brian May's Last Horizon guitar solo. Are they doing a concert film for this as well? Um, You know what? I don't know, Steve. Uh, It's a live album, so... There were rumors. Well, if it's DVD and Blu-ray versions... Yeah, it's got to be a concert film, right? Maybe. Uh, Brian May said in the album's announcement... Uh, it seems the perfect time for us to create a collection of hand-picked live highlights from our Queen shows over the last seven years with our brother, brother Adam Lambert. It's a first. The collection climaxes in Sydney earlier this year when, in support of Firefight Australia, we recreated the complete Queen Live Aid set. Uh, it was a historic event for a great cause with perhaps the highest adrenaline level since the original Live Aid in 1985. It makes me particularly happy that we can now share this unique moment with the whole world. So that is coming out on October 2nd, by the way. And that's it. I know this isn't music-oriented, but I'll reiterate uh, the announcement we made just a little while ago. Yes. Live-in, drive-in at Citizens Bank Park parking lot. Jim Gaffigan performing, and it's a week from this Saturday. So it's super-duper quick turnaround. (laughs) August 29th. So they got it together. They're ready to go. Tickets are on sale now, and you can get them via phillies.com slash drive-in. You go to WMMR.com for more information on that. Each car purchase uh, will purchase one ticket, and that's good for a maximum of four people per car. If so. they turn this around this quickly with someone at a Jim Gaffigan status, it's going to be Oops. interesting to watch and see what other acts might come in. Yeah. I, you, as, they're, as they're kind of scrambling to get venues to play. You know they can definitely grab comedians pretty quick because yes. production yeah. is, is pretty minimal on that. And so, yeah, I would expect more of these two all of a sudden yeah. be announced 
So stick with us because we'll be the ones who let you know about that. All right, one more break to take. When we get back, we wrap it up and we give away our Word of the Week prize. Stay there. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Nick Perry and the Underground Thieves. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A fine Friday morning with no sad bro. None. None at all. All happiness. All uh, enjoyment and celebration of Marissa Magnata's birthday today and the uh, breakfast on Blanc that took place. So a bunch of uh, people to thank. Uh, first, let me go through our guests. I want to thank uh, Eddie Alvarez, who is on this morning promoting Gull and Company Malt House, uh, which is at... 3133 Goal Street in Philly, and they're going to be on Diners, Drive-ins, Drive-Ins, and Dives tonight on the Food Network. And they have, um, oh, what was the name of the sandwich? Uh, the Witter Widowski. The Witter Widowski. <laughs> That's great. Which, which is a, a Polish kielbasa cheesesteaks, like shaved uh, kielbasa on this sandwich. Really, really good. Really decadent, but really, really tasty. So they're going to be featuring that. Uh, let me see. Also... Thank you to Jim Jackson. JJ was on this morning. Flyers play tonight, 7 o'clock. It will be broadcast live on WMMR. So listen, and hopefully they can win this one, put this to bed, and have their sights on the next round, which would be great. Uh, And also, thank you uh, to Casey and Nick, who did all the the heavy lifting and legwork for Marissa's birthday. Reached out to various restaurants for breakfast on Blanc, and we got Sabrina's Cafe uh, who loaded up with just tons of food this morning? As it, as was uh, uh, Elsie's, uh, they brought their their pickle hoagies and pickle uh, sushi wraps and stuff like that, and Amazing. fantastic stuff. And thank you to Pizza Gut from Circles and Square. So a lot of of Marissa's favorites were here today. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. You know, with quarantine birthdays, nobody really knows what you're going to get. Um, even if you're not really into your birthday this year, or celebrating, but um, you guys. Pulled off a surprise and, and thank you. And Pierre, there's lots of uh, there's lots of vegan and uh, and vegetarian options of some leftovers for you today. So I, I am a leftover. Uh, Sabrina's <laughs> uh, brought a bunch, and uh, Sabrina's Cafe dot com uh, to get information on them. And uh, we thank all those guys. And uh, oh, and listen, we wanted to send thank you for reminding me, Casey. We want to send our condolences. Uh, to a family member of WMMR, Jason Fahan, unfortunately yeah. lost his father. He passed away, and uh, Jason and his dad were really tight, and it's been a struggle for a long time. He's been sick for a while, and uh, he even named his the barbecue sauce or the hot sauce. Yes, uh, after his dad, Bill's. Uh, so, Jason, best. our thoughts are with you, man. It's, I it's, did not know that. Yeah, we just. Uh, we just found out recently, so, yeah, sad news. Uh, Bill's Best uh, it was a barbecue sauce that his father would make at Christmas for friends and just give out as a, you know, as a gift at, at uh, Christmas time. And then um, as his dad started getting ill, 
uh, he um, the family thought, well, let's let's start making this and donate a portion of the profits uh, to uh, the disease that he um, suffered from. And um, so they they continued and they've done so well with it. They have two flavors now. And uh, now he has a brew pub out in... Um, That's right. Uh, Glenside? Glenside, yeah. Thank by the you. Keswick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, by yeah. the Keswick. Marissa and I went on uh, opening night, yeah. in fact. yeah. Right on the bottle of the Bill's Best Barbecue Sauce is a photo of his dad when he was a kid. Right, So right. it's really adorable. Yeah. So, uh, so during this time, have they been doing takeout or have they been able to... So Bill's so Best as a brewery will um, falls under the ruling that you can sit outside okay. as long as you have a meal to go with it. And I think they serve some sandwiches up. All right, yeah. good. Yeah, so it's a good thing. Why are you all in white? What's the? Thing? Well, this is breakfast on blanc. This was for Marissa because she oh. likes doing dinner on blanc, and uh, so this was Casey's idea. And uh, Casey, being the thoughtful person that he is, put this idea together. And then uh, Casey and I went out and got to, um, some supplies for Marissa, and this is how we celebrated her birthday today. I love it. Including, yeah. uh, they stopped by. Uh, Casey went to my boyfriend's brewery and picked up a bag of white uh, clothes for my closet wow. to prepare me today. So they that's, went through all the details. I appreciate it, guys. Amazing. You missed I, Steve's wig. He had a wig on earlier. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. It was actually Preston, very lovely. Preston brought his robe, his wow. monogrammed robe. I would have worn a white had I worn uh, You know what? That's, that's my fault. I, I didn't let you know. No, it's my fault for not being guessing. left over. <laughs> yeah, for not guessing. <laughs> Correctly, I should probably fault. wear white today because there's more than yeah. likely something going on. I should. It's my fault, and I accept full responsibility and all blame. All right, fair and enough. One more quick thank you, Preston, for that video this morning. Oh, my Preston pleasure. has been doing drum covers for everybody, and uh, he did a Foo Fighter song, and it's up on our website. It's mm-hmm. on all social medias. It's amazing. It's disgusting. <laughs> Warning. There's some gross stuff in the video, just to let you know. And, and I put a disclaimer at the beginning uh-huh. of it. It says, "Warning: This is disgusting." So. Uh, but if you'd like to watch that, go right ahead. And and and, and should you feel motivated, subscribe to my my YouTube yeah. channel. So, uh, which it's you it's got a linked YouTube to. YouTube channel? Yeah, it's 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 nothing. It's just for fun. You've hit the big time. Yeah, haven't I, man? I'm a YouTuber, dude. Wow. Yeah, one thousand and fifty eight followers at this someday. Fifteen hundred. You have a lot. Uh, I'm sorry, one thousand five hundred and eighty. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. I'm working on it. Man. Dude, I'm in awe. But I want more followers. So it's just just search Preston Elliott with one T. Uh, on YouTube, and then you can subscribe and hit the little bell, and we'll send you reminders when new videos come up. Be on the dot, dot, bot, dot, bot, I've got that video on there as well. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, you know what would be amazing? A letter would be amazing. Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Y is in yellow. All right, and we now have a word. We have a four-letter word, and we'll take caller number, why not, 4-215-263-WMMR. And we will let you take a, uh, a stab at this. Nick had mentioned just a little while ago that the WMMR Instagram page had uh, 49,000 and change followers. And he said we should get that up to 50 by the end of the program. Ladies and gentlemen, it's at 50,000. Oh, yeah. Marissa Magnata. Let's yeah. get that. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez. And the Preston Elliott YouTube well, page. And... I don't even have one. All right, you well, have you have an Instagram. Yeah, I follow you, do. you. You just don't post anything. <laughs> I do? Yeah. I have mm. one? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's Pierre Robert WMMR, and uh, I keep waiting for your first post. You're one oh. of a few people that I follow that my dad doesn't post anything, you don't post anything, my Aunt Susan. I my didn't dad. even know I had one. I, yeah. I think Pancake's having trouble finding the password. 
Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those right. situations. Right. Great. Wow. wow. That uh, might take a while. But <laughs> actually, follow all of us. The Preston Steve Show, MMR. There's so much content out there, and yeah. it might not make it to every single channel. Yep. So make sure you follow the whole station, everybody, um, to see it all. Yeah, I posted a video, two videos the other day. One of my dog licking his uh, balls, <laughs> and then um, and then a, a follow-up video right after that of him licking my face. Oh, oh yeah. So Excellent. It's pretty great. So that kind of content. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of content. That's, that's what Casey. you're... That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Hey, as long as we're asking we for things, uh, I am doing my Bend to the Shore virtual ride on Sunday. Me and Team WMMR Rock and Rollers, we are riding our bikes from uh, Cape May, Cape wow. May Point, uh, to Atlantic City. Uh, but if you go to PrestonandSteve.com, you can, you can donate to our cause. You can donate to Team WMMR Rock and Rollers. I want you to do that because the more money we raise, the more money than I can actually donate to a charity of my choice. And my charity of choice is always going to be the Headstrong Foundation. So they are a supporter of Team WMMR, so thank you to them. Pinocchio's Pizza, uh, Wilson's Secret Sauce, and also uh, thank you so much to Wawa, who is going to be our official rest stop on uh, Sunday. So cool. thank you, thank you, thank you. Wonderful. All right. Uh, we can, well, we'll find out what you got coming up in just a second, Pierre. Let me go okay. to this uh, caller. We're looking for caller number four, and it's Jim. Hey, Jim, how you doing? I'm doing great. Jim, what's the word of the week? The word of the week is lazy. Great day in the morning. Jim, that, sir, is correct. And hold on the line, because uh, it's going to take me a while to tell you what you want. <laughs> All right, we're going to give you a Mermaid Spirits distillery basket with six bottles of their products and over $100 in distillery merch, including logo pint glasses, Glencairn whiskey tasting glasses, a logo hoodie, and more. Six total bottles, including each of their three distinctive styles of rum, their trademark Forbidden Drive Vodka, uh, McComish Single Malt American Whiskey, and their DB Johnston Straight Bourbon. Perfect, neat, or on the rocks with the mermaids. Visit, uh, I'm sorry, you must be at least 21 years of age to win. Uh, located in Huntington Valley at the intersection of Davisville and County Line Road. Visit mermaidspirits.com for all things mermaid. Enjoy responsibly. Direct shipping available throughout Pennsylvania. All right, so what's up for this fine Friday, sir? Well, we'll have um, Workforce Blocks of Alice in Chains to celebrate the anniversary of the debut album, Facelift. Uh, we will have a block of The Clash. And... Um, we will uh, have a blood block um, for the blood drive. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Um, so, uh, and uh, when I get off, I'm going down to the Fillmore uh, and hang for a little bit. Uh, how late does it go? It goes till 7 o'clock tonight. I'm, okay. uh, the only one that doesn't go to 7, I believe, is at the FOP Lodge. The FOP's okay. wrapping up, I think, around uh, 2. Okay. So uh, so I'm going to get there over there immediately because that's my, my station. I'm going to check in with you. Preston's going to check in with excellent, you. Excellent, excellent. Uh, from Oaks as well. So, uh, cool. yeah. And then uh, Casey and Marissa will be at the Fillmore Marvelous. Uh, in just a little bit. Well, so. everybody check in. Yep. Uh, and uh, I'm going to head to the Fillmore when I'm done for a while. And uh, uh, good for everyone that's oh. come out during this time. And thank you to Rodney who made these little uh, care packages for us to take. Along with us. Okay, so it's got uh, a mask. Nice. It has uh, gloves. Wow. It has uh, sanitary wipes. Pliers. And <laughs> condoms. It has uh, some hand sanitizer. Great yeah. day in the cookie. That's Rodney keep. Great day in the cookie? Yeah. Okay. That's Rodney keeping an eye on us. Yeah. So I There's one in your studio for you, Pierre. Oh, thank you. You got one for you. Oh, great day in the yeah. cookie. your own cookie. I like, I'll have it. I like cookies. I, 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 like, <laughs> I like cookies. <laughs> Uh, what's up on your program I want today, my cookie? cookie? And I'll eat it too. Come on, cookie. <laughs> um, I've 
Didn't I just say what I have? Did you? Oh, you did. Uh, already. I did. Yeah. Say it again. Though. I would have said it because I'm that I'm that discombobulated. Yeah. Um, Alice in Chains. Uh, yeah, you did. Already. <laughs> right. yeah. Flash yeah. and a blood block. Ah, that was what it was. Cool. All right, I want to thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by God Scholl's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Also brought to you by Hers, the official snack food of summer. And Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. Uh, next week on our program, uh, Mr. Skin is checking in. Yes. Uh, comedian Chris Porter will be on the show. Joey Fatone oh, cool. will be joining us. And actor William Sadler. William Sadler's I been in him. a lot of stuff. You know who he is. He's in, great. He's in Shawshank Redemption. He was in... Uh, he, he, I guess he's calling because of Bill and Ted. Yes. Is he yeah, returning he, his death? Yes, yes, he is. Oh, my God. Wow. Or the Grim Reaper or whatever you want to call him. Uh, that's excellent. Okay, so uh, we'll have those things more that next week. That is it. We are done. Ray, John, have a great weekend, and hopefully we'll see you at the Blood Drive in just a few minutes. Bye-bye, gang. The Breston and Steve love you. Thank you. Live. Yeah, this is for our pain in the ass co-worker who's out on vacation this week. Do us a favor and never come back. Next message. Oh, thank you so much, MMR. I love you. I've had the worst day of my life. And listening to you guys right now at uh, on a Friday, it just pumped up my day. Peace and love. Be safe. Next message. I, 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 I hate you guys because I haven't heard this stupid riff since I was five years old and it was a commercial. And I wish I never heard it again and now I'm going to have it stuck in my head for at least the next two weeks. You guys suck, but I love you. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.